but you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, F.A.? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am F.A., that is Dubs. Tonight, you get to be somebody. Pick up that phone and dial now. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the Hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers all night long. And right now you can dial them for the Hideout Headlines Game Show. We need six contestants, six contestants, 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Chunks, the executive producer of the Hideout, will host the Hideout Headlines Game Show. You heard those headlines in the Phillips file right now. You're turning them into prizes. Matt Albert will screen your phone calls. He's third mic writer, phone screener, 6'5", 500 pounds, 21-year-old, black version. Patchy baldness, graying hair. So there is uh, Matt. That is Tommy Bateman, our director. He's on top of the talk and roll control. Hey, Bateman. And he's responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. Chunks, I don't know if you know this, but you have to uh, host the Headlines Game Show. I got it. Sorry. What are you doing in here? Good. Get out Dubs. of the booth. Some of the stuff that we have to give away include Blues Traveler ch- uh, tickets for the House of Blues coming up Friday, May 12th. Ticket info, 407-934-BLUE. Predators in the Storm, TD Waterhouse Center, coming up this Saturday, the Battle of I-4. That's uh, 407-44-PREDS. Predators will be in studio tomorrow. I brought up my football dub so that you and I can play catch in the hall to get ready nice. for the media bowl that happens Saturday before that game at 1 o'clock. A pair of passes for you to and a guest to see Al Roker. Live during a taping of the Today Show at Universal Orlando Resort. Also, to see Roker. Also, okay. though, you get the uh, one-day uh, two-park passes to Universal Studios. Ah, now, now I'm in, now I'm into it. Damn, we got five of those. Ooh, wow, that's fantastic! So that's just some of the stuff that you could win tonight <laughs> with the Hideout Headlines Game Show. The <laughs> lines are jam-packed. And Chunks is nowhere to be found to host the Hideout Headlines game show. Chunks! Come on, man. Uh, also, Pick it up. Also tonight, too, Dubs. I guess uh, the Hideout Door Prize blowout, uh, Baseball Superstitions mm-hmm. with Matt Albert. What's on the web? <laughs> what are you doing over there, Chunks? You're messing with the audio. What's on the web, which will be... Uh, Can someone tell him to speed it up a little? Chunks, be somebody. Let's go here. Senator Mike Gravel, the first Democrat to file for the pre- to uh, run for the presidency, will join us tonight. Oh, nice! In the hideout. What's his name? Mike Gravel. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, you know what? I don't care what his policy is or what uh, what kind of uh, views he has. I'm voting for him because I want uh, a president to be have been on the show. Exactly. That's reason enough. And in addition to that, J-Dubs, um, we got that K-Fed hater. I forgot the name of his song, but we played the dis 
K-Fed song last night. He'll come into the hideout as well. Plus, I guess Matt Albert said he has a new segment he wants to debut tonight. And he says it's about one of the bigger things that's going on in the news. Um, Matt Albert asks. I guess it's an interview thing that he did. So we'll uh, we'll do Matt Albert asks coming up in just a second. But right now it's time for the Hideout Headlines game show. Whoops, wrong one. By the way, the uh, <laughs> mess that went up. By the way, this is uh, brought to you by uh, the Wholesale Furniture Market. Huge savings this Saturday at noon. The Wholesale Furniture Market, great spring auction. No matter how ridiculously low, if you're the highest bidder, you take it. Quality furniture, huge savings this Saturday. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. Call uh, call them, 407-332-1314, the big spring auction. Coming up. You know what I love about this show? Hmm. Most professional. Most professional uh, show on the radio. Got it together. Can we now play the hideout headline? No wrinkles. Yes, you're acting as if something had gone wrong. (laughs) What else could have gone wrong? I don't know what you're speaking of, sir. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chunks. Hey, Chunks, so nice of you to join us. Hey, what's up, guys? (laughs) How you doing? All right, we'll start with Colleen and Altamont. Colleen, which category do you want to go with? World, national... I think I'm going to go with Strange. All right, nice. Already knows what she wants to go with. It is Strange for Colleen and Altamont. All right, Strange is multiple choice. A boy in Milwaukee was fired from a McDonald's after he did what to a cap sandwich? A, stuck his finger through it. B, tried to put a stick of dynamite in it. C, put wet paint on the sandwich. Or D, replaced the chicken in the sandwich with a urinal cake. I would say D. <laughs> You're wrong. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to be it's an so ass so about it. <laughs> Thank you, Colleen. <laughs> What did he do? Uh, he stuck his finger through it, but the thing is, I guess, he's, he, he, he stuck his finger through the entire sandwich with the wrapper, and the cop <laughs> is picking it up for a dispatcher. She opens it up, and there's a big hole through the middle of her sandwich in the wrapper, and the cop comes back. They gave him a ticket, and he just said, I'm sorry, man, I just don't like cops. Now, there was a pizza place in uh, Fowlerville, uh, not the one I worked at, but another one. Uh, they actually fired a... Actually, the girl went to jail for this. Um he, a cop came in to pick up her pizza, and uh, the the person selling the pizza took the uh, said, "Oh, I didn't know this was your pizza," and took it to the back, opened it up, and spit in it. The cop saw the whole thing, and ended up uh, busting her for a few things, and she got like three months in jail. You saw that on Super Troopers? Mm-mm. And that wasn't real. I swear. Jason in Orlando, you're next up. Hideout headlines game show. What category you want to go with? World, national, local, sports, entertainment. Let's go local. Here's local news with chunks. All right, local is multiple choice. Tom Lynch, Palm Beach County School Board Chairman, is coming under fire after he referred to gays as what in an anti-harassment policy meeting? A, um, yeah, that word's wrong. <laughs> the spell check screwed that up. Uh, but I said Radio! Right. Radio! <laughs> All right, A. Hey, you know what I give this segment? <laughs> A, horrendous, uh, B, Satanistic, C, a species, or D, an abomination? 
let's go with Abomination. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jason. Oh. I, I want to give you a prize for even just hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he uh, called him a species. He referred to uh, the, the gay community as a species that would be protected under the new anti-harassment uh, law. I don't see the problem. Everyone there got upset, like, ah, oh, you can't call it a species. It's horrible. And they said that he didn't. He just kind of gave a half-ass, half-assed apology. Where he's just like, yeah. A half aft? Yeah. I, I'd rather have half aft. It isn't as a degrading. Mm hmm. Great. What? I was just saying, we can go to the next one if you'd like. That's, that's I would. It for the, uh... Let's go to Lisa in Orlando. You're next up. You ready, Lisa? Yes. All right, here we go. Uh, which category? World National Sports Entertainment. Entertainment, please. All right, entertainment is fill in the blank. Thank you for being courteous. After a, after a long awaited arrival, this former Calvin Klein jean model gave birth to a baby girl early Tuesday morning at the Santa Monica UCLA Medical Center. That would be Brooke Shields. Oh, I didn't know she was pregnant, too. Yeah. Yep. And, they had, she used to uh, date Tom Cruise. Yeah. Or was had, married. Yeah, they had a big rivalry. That was the thing. Uh, Tom Cruise lashed out against Brooke Shields because she took medicine for being postpartum depressing, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, I guess it was a race to announce which child was born first. They were born uh, around the same time on the same floor of the same hospital. And both the kids are about the same weight and uh, in dimensions. This? What's this, a song, Lightning Crashes? And I guess Brooke Shields rushed to get her publicist to say, hey, my kid was born before Tom Cruise's. What does it even matter? <laughs> I don't know. What's that going to get you? Guess what? Uh, you're only getting run on the entertainment section of the Hideout Headlines <laughs> game show. Otherwise, uh, no one even knows or, quite frankly, cares. Bro. I don't care about either of the kids. They could have been stillborn. I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know, shed a tear. Kid Seriously. Tom Kitten? I would, just because all the wasted time spent. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, could have at least been alive. Would uh, Tom would have uh, let her scream if it was uh, stillborn? Here's what's going to be funny. When we watch... Or it has to be a, a silent stillborn uh, birth. When we watch this kid grow up... Mm-hmm. And just, like, tell our children, you know what I mean? Like, why this kid is so messed up? Well, you had to know mm-hmm. back in 2006 when it was born and the, and, the, and the surroundings. The circus that surrounded this kid the whole time. That's why this kid is the way it is. RK on I-4, you're in the hideout. What's up, RK? Hey, what's up, hideout? All right, here we go. Which category? World, national, or sports? Let's try sports today. Uh, sports is true or false. After searching two Duke University dorm rooms, police have now charged a third person in the rape and kidnapping of a stripper at a uh, lacrosse team party. Is that true or false? I'll say false. It is false. Good job, RK. Hold on, my friend. They searched the rooms, but they did not uh, charge a third person. They're looking for evidence to charge this person. To me, it seems like they're just searching to charge them just because they feel it's right, even though... The DNA didn't match. And well, that's not true because, I mean, an well, indictment was handed down. A grand jury did say, hey, there's enough going on here to at least have a trial. And most, I, I think a lot of the uh, the rape cases, I can't remember which figure it was, but uh, they don't have DNA evidence to go along with it when it goes to trial. Yeah, DNA isn't the end all, uh, be all. We aren't in CSI right now. It's not law and order. And I think that's what they're kind of taking advantage of. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if there's no DNA, then there's no way it could have happened. But People watch too much TV. And it's a lot more involved than that. Let's go to Bill in Ocala. You were next up. Bill, you want to go with world or national? 
Uh, we'll go world. Yeah, right. world's, world's fill in the blank. A rocket is believed to have been fired off near the American embassy in which country, causing a huge explosion? Which country? Um, I have no idea. Brazil. That's not Brazil. Uh, sorry about that, Bill. Iran? No, uh, Afghanistan. It was all over the news. I mean, it was posted all over CNN. Happened a little bit later on, maybe around, like, I think, 2. But um, it, it was fired near the American embassy. They're not sure if it was aimed at it, but they're assuming that it was probably supposed to be aimed at the American In embassy. In Afghanistan? Hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm probably going to say more than likely. And I guess only one person was injured. There was no deaths, but it did a lot of damage. So they're still trying to find out why and... Uh, and, and who's no deaths? claiming responsibility? Nope, no deaths. The, not not the as no yet. story. What? I mean, that's a good thing, though, man. You don't want people to die. If it bleeds, it leaves. Was, was there blood? I mean, imagine the guy. Was there injured, blood? He probably bled a little bit. Do you Is know it? for a fact? Oh no! You shut your mouth. Allegedly. Do we have a category that says good news? <laughs> I think it's a good thing when people don't die. Damon in Plant City, you ready, Damon? What's up? I don't mean to regress or anything, but half aft? <laughs> That's like Chunks' uh, attempt to get in the studio on time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no kidding. My goodness. It just set us all like in motion backwards. All right, here we go, uh, Damon. You're left with National. All right, National is true or false. Betty Sternberg, Connecticut's education Oh, hold on. Hold on. Come on. I mean, can you enunciate? Can you pretend you, to be a broadcaster? You don't have to speed through the question. We're not in a hurry. we got four hours. Betty Sternberg. I'm a redneck. Take it slow. Connecticut's education commissioner states huh, that commissioner? due to the No Child Left Behind Act, the state schools have become increasingly segregated. Is that true or false? True. That is true. All right, you're a hold on. Uh, hold on, Damon, you're a winner. <laughs> you see what you've done? It's not. It's Matt Albert. No, it's not how, Matt. How Albert. is it, Matt Albert? It's you. He threw me off today. It's you. It's not that tough to talk. But do you realize that your stupidity and your retardation has screwed up the first 15 minutes of this show, the most important 15 minutes? Running around, yeah. doing what? Nothing. I mean, What's the most important thing in the first segment? I guess the uh, headlines game show. Yeah. Who's out of breath for it? Sweating. Can't read. Blaming it on spell check. Is it? Is it Matt Albert? No. Yeah. It's he's not. out of breath, but he's not reading the uh, the game show. Radio roadblock. I'm not out of breath. Radio roadblock. It's a hideout. Real radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. The hideout. Can we hit the open uh, when we come back and just start the show anew? Radio Roadblock. I think uh, Chunks has set up a detour over to Jack FM. My goodness. All right, we'll come back and try to get this show started. I came in here in such a good mood today. Yeah, and it just got ruined. Radio Roadblock. Fresh start next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407 916 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a Wednesday night. What's on the web? Hideout door prize blowout. A presidential candidate and a K-Fed hater. All before 11 o'clock. It's a very, very jam-packed show. And I've got some uh, web audio to play oh. for you in a little bit, too. 
I forgot about that. And I want to talk about your dog, too. Okay. We didn't talk. I'm going to write that down so we don't forget. Dubs' dog. She's a beauty. She is great, but I, I have a particular issue with her. I almost want to talk about it now. She's Republican. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it now. All right, here's the thing. Dubs got a dog. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's a shepherd mix. So you have a shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. And where did you get it? Uh, the uh, Humane Society over in Seminole County. Hmm. Over in Sanford. Okay. Um, how much did it cost you? Uh, $65 for the adoption cost, and then I spent another, like, 60 or 70 on just, uh, like, heartworm meds and, uh, um, uh, flea meds and a bunch of other, like, just little stuff for. How old's your dog? What is it, boy or girl? It's a girl. What's the name? Cody. So it's a boy? No, it's a girl. I know, it's a, it's an odd name for a chick, but you can't really change it now. Sure you can. You can change a dog's name, right? No. You just start calling it Carl. <laughs> it's a girl. Why would I start calling it Carl? Well, you call it Cody. Cody can go both ways. Mm. And not my dog, either. Mm. She's completely straight. I think she's a little gay after what I saw happen today. Well, at least it's a girl dog. That's acceptable. That is true. It could go sh- uh, get shut out at the White House, too, mm. and not be able to look for eggs. Now, how old is it? Four. Okay, see, this is where my problem comes in. You have a, you just went and bought a four-year-old dog. Mm-hmm. House trained, lovable, energetic. But here's the thing. That's like going over to China and Angelina Jolie adopting a 28-year-old person. Because it's seven years per real year, right? Mm-hmm. For dog years? Dog years, yeah. So 28, so, 28 years old in dog years. So you've adopted a 28-year-old thing chick named cody i think that's any guy's dream why wouldn't you if i was to adopt i would adopt a 28 year old chick but keep if, it chained up in the backyard sounds like a fun time to me which by the way this is what dubs does he has his uh his dog his new dog chained up in the backyard mm-hmm. he throws the bone just out of reach <laughs> i didn't it, mean to while it's chained <laughs> so it runs and it almost breaks its neck no it wasn't that bad but uh i didn't mean to do that I usually have it in reasonable distance so she doesn't go too far and get choked a little bit. Now, don't you think it's odd? Because I'm of the opinion, if I'm going to take something into my home and I'm going to make it my own, I want it brand spanking new. You don't want to rescue a dog? No. It was already going to die. It's already... Just think of that. That's four less years that you're going to have with that dog. By the way, it was with some other person. I don't like taking sloppy seconds. The, the other person that had it w- wasn't given it enough time, Wasn't uh, just left it in the backyard, didn't uh, do anything with it. Exactly. Damaged goods. It, but it, it appreciates the uh, time I do spend with it. If you, if you get a new dog and then you start you know, loving it right from the get-go, that dog is going to grow accustomed to it and not appreciate it. This dog just enjoys every little second I spend with it. Here's the thing. Here's what Dubs went. He went to the shelter, and he got a dog. That was so messed up, it was on antidepressants. Which, by the way, I've never heard. And what kind of a country are we living in where dogs are on antidepressants? Well, this dog was in one of the final weeks before it got terminated. We all are. We all could be. And it knew it, and it, uh, it was depressed, so they put it on antidepressants. 
What is it taking? Zoloft? What is it? I can't remember what the exact name of the drug is, but I have a little bottle with antidepressants. Acepromazine. Is it? Probably. I've never heard of doggy antidepressants. It's not that uncommon, especially if they have separation anxiety. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how some dogs get freaked out when people leave and they, like, tear stuff up because they're so nervous? No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, you, if you leave a dog alone too long and it, it starts getting nervous and you aren't coming back, and then they'll start tearing stuff up. So we're living in a country mm -hmm. that is so pussified that not only are the majority of us on some sort of mind-altering drugs, our pets are too. Can be, yes. No, we're living in a country no, that is no, hold on a second. so good that it no, takes no, care of no, animals. No, 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 no. An animal is supposed to have those anxieties. It's an animal. A, an animal... It doesn't deserve to be happy? It's not a human. So? Why does that matter? It's supposed to go through those things. How do you give an animal... Why is it supposed to go through those things? Antidepressant, because that's nature. No, a, no, just like because, I don't. Because I'm, pets are not a nature type thing. If if it was nature, then we wouldn't have pets. Well, uh, that that is on a whole nother level. I could talk about how I think having pets is really when you stop and you take a look back, it's a really weird thing. Well, I I think of that too sometimes. Like of, uh, you know, if you replaced the word dog when you're talking about your dog with any other word for maybe a different race or something, it would it it takes it to a whole different level. You just replace it for anything. Mm -hmm. A rock, black man, just whatever you throw it's in there. It's really good with the children and others. It won't start any fights. And how you just have these things. It won't hump your leg. Roaming around your, your living space. Mm -hmm. Just animals. And how stupid it is. But it sure is fun. Paula in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Paula? Hey, I just wanted to thank, uh, is it Chunks? Dubs. Dubs, I'm sorry. I just wanted to thank Dubs for doing that. I think that's awesome. I think more people should do it instead of going to some of these mills. Mm -hmm. uh, people spend hundreds of dollars, and I applaud him. I think it's an awesome thing. We've got 14 animals. I will, I, I will say this. Good for you for going like uh, you know on the cheap and not spending a lot of money. Oh, on it wasn't it wasn't uh, the money that I was worried about. I actually wanted to uh, go rescue a dog, quote unquote. I mean, why would you go to the Mall of Millennia? We get the same stuff over at Ross. Sure, a button's missing, but whatever. It's just like your dog. No buttons are missing on my dog. A little personality's missing because no. it's on antidepressants. No, this uh, this dog has tons of personality and it's so happy now. Paula, you have 14 animals? Yes. What, what kind of animals? Please tell me you live at a, a, Animal Kingdom. <laughs> no, no, we live out in over by UCS, and uh, most of them were drop-offs. Most of our animals. Drop-offs? Yeah, people would just drop them off. At your off place? Pardon me? At your place? Yeah. Are you what kind of beacon are you for stray animals? Are I you, don't uh, understand no, it. Yeah, there's, a, there's some kind of an ad out there or something that we don't know about, but we've got two dogs, we've got eight cats, we have two chickens. And two chickens? Snakes. What the hell? <laughs> is yeah, it bad if I ask sure. what race she is? Yeah, I want to know. What, you a white lady, Latin lady? What are you? No, just plain old white woman, married Crazy. for 23 years, two kids, and... Uh, about close to an acre land, which is great, but, um, you know, people just keep dropping them off and animals show up at our door and <laughs> we take them in. We try to find them homes, but 
if we don't, don't find them homes, we're certainly not going to drop them off in somebody else's doorstep, yeah. like what's happened to us. So, uh, <laughs> no, I hear you. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Yeah, she seems insane. She seems very nice and very caring. Yes, very considerate. Come on, you don't think you've got damaged goods? No, not at all. This dog appreciates everything uh, every time we you know, hang out and go for walks and everything. There's there's nothing like it. Hmm. You get a, a brand new dog and you give it all kinds of attention, it's going to grow accustomed to it real quick and it's not going to appreciate the time. Argument. I don't even think they're that smart. And I still can't believe that you're giving animals antidepressants. If you were stuck in a shelter... At a cage shelter for weeks, you would need him too. This dog, if I knew I was, months. if I was on the verge of dying, whatever, I'm on the verge of dying. You, you think they're giving criminals antidepressants? Yes. Yeah, but they deserve. Well, that's stupid too. They, they do. It's the crazy part about it. Yeah, but they deserve to be locked up. This dog did nothing other than getting adopted by someone who didn't care enough the first time around. Yeah. That's like saying a crack baby deserved it. It's different. It's a baby versus a dog. No. How is it? it? Both had no choice in the matter. It's not like it showed up and go, I feel like uh, being uh, adopted by someone who doesn't care. Uh, yeah, it's I'm, my choice. Yeah, I'm just going to have a, a parent that leaves me in the backyard all day. That's part of what happens. That's the society we have set up. But it's not the dog's fault. Or a choice. Dog doesn't get a choice. It's a dog. Sorry. Exactly. That's coming from the guy who says the government makes all our decisions. Yeah, that's different, though. We're human beings. So? Why we have you, free will. So you, do the dogs. You you don't know. The dogs don't other, have free will. If they have free will, it could roam the uh, the city. You than, guys... Uh, no, because of the chains, yes. You guys... You guys Their wanna, mind has free will. You have to keep it on chains and in small apartments. No, you are the guys who are hurting the dogs. If I didn't get that dog, the dog would be uh, getting injected right now. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Up next, up next on the hideout. Telling me dogs have free will. And you got them chained up in small-ass one-bedroom apartments. Hypocrites. Get me more money. Hip-o-crits. I'd love to have that thing in a palace. As soon as I get more money, you get more money. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. We had stuff we wanted to get to, but I just I got sidetracked on Dubs and his new dog. His used goods that he got from the animal shelter. I mean, it's 28 years old already. Four years, human years, 28 dog. I mean, how long is that dog expected to live? I believe, uh... In the book I have, it's uh, 10 to 11. When did you 11. start reading? Um, so it's already just... lived past its like time? No, not it's dog years. Time? Oh, I thought it was on borrowed time. How big is it? Uh, it's a little bit smaller than your dog. Oh, no, that's more like 12 to 15 years then. How old's yours, Tommy? Seven. Hmm. Tommy's is in much better shape than yours. Yeah, mine's a little thin right now. Why don't you feed it? I have been. Jessica in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jessica? Hi there. Dobbs, thank you for going to the animal shelter or the Humane Society, wherever you got your dog from, because a lot of people know after a while these pets are there, and normally they will not tell you, but they do euthanize them. Just Mm -hmm. a little suggestion for you is how long have you had your pet? Me? Uh, I just got it two days ago. 
Okay, you want to bring her in for a wellness check to make yeah. sure she doesn't have an upper respiratory Spending infection. Money, I work money. in a vet's office. I'm not no, giving free. the name, but we do do five days before after you pick your pet up. We do a free wellness check. All right, um, can you uh, go back on hold and tell uh, uh, Matt Albert where that is? You didn't hang up on her, did you? Sorry about that. Your Oops. dick. Major. My bad. I accidentally hit the button. Those things happen in radio. Right, here's the other thing about pet owners that I find funny. You guys think that you're giving your dog a better life or your cat or whatever it is. But all you're doing is like projecting your human thoughts, like what a human would want. Onto that dog. Not at when all. it's an animal. Putting it in clothes. I've not putting put, it in Halloween costumes. I have not done that to this dog yet. You know what I mean? It's like, it. it's just a substitute for a human being. Because you can't have a child yet, you're treating a dog like this. Or a cat. Or a girlfriend. You know what I mean? Because you don't have some sort of human companionship, mm-hmm. this is what that animal's fulfilling. And therefore, you're like projecting but human that, traits on it. If it. that tail's wagging, I don't see a problem in it. I mean, in all honesty, that thing wants to be running free, humping various animals and it's a, trees. It's a she. she doesn't want to hump anything. Hunting. She wants to be humped. Well, whatever the case. I just find it really odd that most pet owners, and it's the ones that go around and, you know, these indoor only dogs. Like your dog, big dog. It's not big. Shepherd mix. It's uh, in a 40 one, pounds. In a one-bedroom apartment. It gets plenty of exercise. I walk it myself four times a day, and my, my girlfriend walks it twice. It should be running through the Everglades, fighting snakes. Oh, that's just dangerous. Living off of fish that it hunts. That's what it should be doing. I'm not a real big believer in the whole pet thing. You used to have a frog. That, frog. that frog should have been in a lake. Or in a casket somewhere. I agree. I completely agree. Kelly and Ocala, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kelly? Joey. Oh, whatever. Go ahead. Well, I look at it this way, man. I, I have animals. We don't have kids. And I look at these kids you see on the news, and I just know my kids aren't going to shotgun me to death in the middle of the night because I didn't let them use the car or give them a raise in their allowance. You know, I mean... How do you know that your dog that you roughhouse with and play with isn't going to snap one day and bite your arm off? I mean, you see it all the time. They eat babies. They don't eat babies. What is a dog eating a baby? I see it all the time in the ghetto, a Rottweiler eating a baby. Sometimes an old person. Plus, people that don't know how to treat their animals or take care of their animals. Yeah, it's not bad animals. It's bad owners. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Hmm. My dog is wonderful. I just think, Matt, what do you think? I know you used to own a couple of real fat cats. By the way, again, projecting your fatness onto your cats. And that's another thing you see, the overfeeding of these things. Oh, I don't overfeed it. I follow the directions. Comes with directions. The, the food does. I have no problem with Dubs. I mean, he loves his cats. I, I love my cats and I love my dog. My cat and my dog. You put your cat before your dog? That's kinda that's kinda like ranking your kids. 
Speed it up, big man. I'm sorry. I'm answering phones. <laughs> Can't multitask? No, not for crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for the interview, then. Uh, so what's its name, Cody? Cody. I guess it's better than, like, Surrey. Oh, which, yeah. Which I is mean, the new Tom Kitten name. Their dog. How much does a name mean? Like... When like when it, and it when it comes to life, here's the thing I don't understand. Uh, when people name kids that means something like uh, I I can't remember what this uh, what what's the new Tomcat's uh, kid name? Surrey. Surrey. Uh, I th- that's uh, some kind of uh, Hebrew name that means something. I don't understand why you would uh, name a baby something that means something that you think this baby is going to be. If you're going to name it something that you know, kind of fits his personality. Don't you have to kind of wait for like five or six years to to find out what kind of personality you're dealing with with this kid? Do you think that somehow if you name a kid something, it's going to grow up being a weirdo? Well, have you ever seen a a thin Belinda? No. I'm sure it has something to do with the name. And let's say you named your daughter something like, I don't know, Billy or Cody. Mm-hmm. Would it be more likely to be gay, like choose a lesbian lifestyle? I don't know about gay, but it'd definitely be good at softball. Would it be more likely to get a uh, she mullet? Gay name would be more like Lance or Bruce. If it was a guy? Yeah, yeah. Bruce is a gay name. I there have got to be some manly Bruce's at some point in uh, Bruce. history. Zane. Bruce Valanche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not really uh, going to help. I was an idiot. Oh, I guess the uh, the Tomcat kid means princess. Oh, Surrey does? Yeah. No, Why can't I remember that Surrey name? Why don't you just call it princess, then? Have you seen, like, Sunshine? Okay, that's one of those names that kind of comes around. Mm-hmm. But every Sunshine, you know, is some weirdo. Like, there's not a normal Sunshine. Or Moonbeam. You know, some kind of... There's a Moonbeam? Oh, yeah. Isn't uh, one of the Zappings kids named uh, Moonbeam or something? Moon unit. Moon unit. What? There's got to be a lot with it. All right, let's go around the room. I want to know who's happy with their name. Dubs. Uh, I'm fine with that. I've never been, like, overly ecstatic where I'm like, yeah, Justin, great name. Or J-Dubs, great name. <laughs> I can't win with the names ever. Right. Adjusting my Johnson. Yeah, never. You never had a good one. All right, Tommy, do you like Thomas? No. You like Tom? What would you think? No. What would you rather be? I don't know, because any name I throw out there, I'm like, no, that sucks too. Oh. Names really do suck. Here's what I see what Tommy as: a Lance. F you. What? I thought it was Bruce that was bad. No, Bruce and Lance. He yeah. said. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> no problem, Carl. I wouldn't be a Carl. He's a Bert. <laughs> Bert's a gay name too. <laughs> Bert's an old man gay name. Like, there's no young gay man named Bert. But if, you, if you're if you on the internet and some guy named Bert pops up, he's probably going to be asking for a HJ. I'm a Bert? Yeah. yeah. You're definitely a Bert. How am I? What the hell? After the, after what you just said? Well, about... That kind of brought it all together Come for me. Come on. And the shape of the head. I don't know, it's just something about the head says Bert. It's more of an Ernie haircut. Ernie's not a cool name either. Mm-mm. Or Ernestine for a lady. I 
It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. It's Wednesday night. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. All right, I thought about it. I don't mind my name so much. I just hate what I had to go through, like what I was called. Alejandro, I think, is a good name. Alejandro. How about Rufus? Rufus, bad name. Unless you're going to be in bum fights. Uh, Rufus, that just means you're born to be in bum fights. Hmm. But I like I th- Rufus. I think uh, if I had gone by Dro, Rufus. If I had gone by Dro my mm-hmm. whole life, as opposed to for the last uh, five months. I think I'd have liked it a little bit better. I don't like my middle name. What's your middle name? Raphael. It didn't even you seem. Know, it, it, what's Raphael? Do it, do people go short Ralph for that one? Or I guess I'm. I don't know what else you can go by by Raphael. Raffy. Fell. L. Hefe. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I got it. That's where it comes from. For those of you that wonder, do I look like a Ralph? More of a Carl. What's with the Carl thing or the Bert thing? Hot Carl. Uh, didn't see that one coming. All right, let me ask you. What you you should Bert? have. <laughs> what would you? Uh, what would you? What are you gonna name your kid? Clean slate. What are you giving it? All right, let me ask. Are you giving it one of these top five names in the last okay. five? Okay. First of all, would you go with Surrey? No. I just wondering. I'm Surrey. All right. Most popular names. Michael. Mike's not a bad one. No, I have too many Michaels in my family. Um, Matthew. Matthew. What's with the, uh, the, they always try to pick him out of the Bible, too. Yeah. Christopher. I don't like Chris. No. Jacob. No. Joshua. For guys. So Joshua? That's, I could just see that being moaned to another man. Joshua, Joshua. Hey, sorry, we got the email today. What the hell? We got the email today. Got to go to break. What? Got to go to break. Right, what's this email that we got? Uh, we've been going too long at the top of the hour, and we have to break by 54 after. Are you kidding me? Or 54, not after. So we have to break at now. 54. Yeah. Well, we're already 30 seconds late. <laughs> All right, you don't have to play the alarm. You've got mail. Oh. It's a hi- I, if I go to break, will you stop? Yes. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. Listening to the hideout. I hate this. I don't even feel like we did anything. I, I, I'm going to break, dude. Why are you still Turn talking? it off. <laughs> You've got mail. All right. Well, we'll come back. Oh, Matt Albert asks. Matt Albert sat down. He said uh, some big-time celebrity he did an interview with. We'll play that next in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. So hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Eddie and Winter Gardner in the hideout. What's up, Eddie? Well, let me tell you, Raphael is a cool name because you can call yourself Rafe, which is bad. Oh, well, bad. I didn't think about Rafe. All right, Rafe ain't, that's not so. I don't know if I look like a Rafe, though. You look like a Rafeist. Come on. <laughs> what, what else you got, Eddie? Well, I was just saying that uh, I was born Edwin. You can understand why Ooh. I went to Eddie. No, but are you, like, British? Because if, if, if I got a name like Edwin, I'm just throwing on the fake Britain uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? You know? No, just, 
I'm not British. All right. Well, I just yeah, just something like I'm from Wales. Sound it though. Yeah, I'm from Wales, not Winter Garden. I wanted to ask you guys something though. Did you ever see that uh, that uh, old sketch on Saturday Night Live with Nicolas Cage where they're trying to come up with names for the baby? No, no. Oh, so funny, so Uh funny. He's like. The moment's like, let's name him John. Oh yeah, and they, he kept on going nuts with the different, uh, the He's different ways of making every fun of every name. Yeah. Uh-huh. At the very, at the very end, there's a knock at the door, and like Johnny's like, oh yeah, people are just gonna flush him and. And Mike, why don't I talk in your head, Mike, and uh, all that type of stuff? And he's like, uh, George. Okay, how about George? Yeah, let me punch you in the head, George. That doesn't even make sense. There's a knock at the door. <laughs> There's a knock at the door. Uh, Nicholas Cage goes up to answer the door. The UPS guy standing there. He's like, Yeah, I got a, a package here for an asswipe Johnson. He's like, It's as we pay. Oh, as yeah. We pay. Oh, I hear you. Thank you, dude. Who was the host for that sketch? Nicholas Cage. Wednesday night in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. People leaving uh, pictures of that guy all over my MySpace, too. Who? I'm not saying the name. The name that shall not be said on the show again. I can't remember. Don't you ask. Hey, so Matt Albert, you're trying to do new things. You're screening the phone calls here in the hideout. You're doing new things to help out. You say you got a new segment here that you wanted to debut this evening? Yeah, I'm spreading my wings. I want to get into Ew. interviews and uh interview. Okay, you barely talk on the air. <laughs> well, who are you going to interview? A cheeseburger? That's that's what why you, I did this. What do you think of your toppings? <laughs> why undercut me? Uh, I'm trying to do something for the show. Okay, know. that is hold on, that's true. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. You are doing something for the show. Okay. Guys for mustard, go. <laughs> dare you, sir. I don't know why you have to come with onions. So, onions. what, uh... Or pickles. Yeah. I hate pickles. You did an interview. Yeah, big star. Big get, matter of fact. Uh, you know, big news yesterday, so, uh... Who's the big... What's the big news and who's the big star? You want to just play it? Uh, I think you should just play it. it speaks uh, for itself. What's, what's this called? Like, the, the segment or it's whatever? It's called Matt Albert Asks. Now, Matt Albert asks, who, what, when, where, why, and how. Now, Albert asks. I'd like to welcome everyone to the first edition of Matt Albert asks. Excuse me if I'm a little giddy. Uh, I landed a pretty big guest this week. I'm Mr. Tom Cruise. Now, Tom, what? I'm going to get right to the brass tacks of it. Uh, I understand you just flew in for this interview. You're going to have to fly right back to the hospital, you know, to be with Surrey. Um, this whole silent bird thing you do with Scientology, did she really have to do it for Surrey, or is this just a myth you just keep hearing in the media? It's respecting the mother, you know, I mean, and helping to be quiet. Not the mother. The mother makes as much noise, and people, you know, she's going There's through no it. Bit in her no, 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 no. She goes. All right. <laughs> you obviously did not sit down with Tom Cruise. Who's the lady that's there actually doing the Q&A? That's my producer. Um, you don't have a producer. Susan. She's, you know, she's new. She she didn't know she wasn't supposed to add in, but she she's learning. She's she's young. Why, why doesn't the audio match? I love her, though. 
I hold, good people. All right, hold it. Just play it. Much noise. And people, you she's know, she's going no through it. Bit in her no, 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 no. She goes. Okay. She does what she's got to do. Okay? And there's this whole thing that if she needs medicine, she needs medicine. There's no, it's, 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 we're there, you know, with doctors and there's, you know, whatever needs to be administered, whatever the woman wants. I'm not going to tell Kate, you know, if she needs an epidural, she's going to get her epidural. Uh, it's, and if she's going to make noise, she's going to make noise. But why have other people make noise? You know, you want that area very calm and to make it very special. You keep hearing rumors, you know, in the tabloids, <laughs> in the rags. Okay, hold uh, on. <laughs> What's with the... That's something that makes sense. It's like, er, and then it's so incredibly not... You. I mean, it's him. It's him, but not him talking to anyone. You probably are you just sitting in a production room talking into a microphone, matching it up with uh, whatever question? Oh, what is this? What's this from? It's me in an airport lounge talking <laughs> to Tom Cruise. It's, it's what it's built to be. It sounds like that was Diane Sawyer. Is your producer Susan actually Diane Sawyer? No, she's a student from UCF. She's an intern. <laughs> we don't have any intern. You have your me. own personal intern? Yes. I right, hold on. You didn't know? You keep hearing rumors, you know, in the tabloids, in the rags, uh, that the baby Katie just gave birth to, Surrey, is not yours. How do you react to rumors like that? Do you get angry? What happens? What happens in your mind? It's just ridiculous. People, you know, all these things that people are saying, uh, I've lived with this for really my are whole those life. Birds, though? I think I thought you were in uh, some kind of I uh, hold on. <laughs> realize, now it I thought you were in a uh, in an airport. Uh Johnny, Johnny you're in the hide out on roll radio. Yeah, I just have to congratulate Matt Albert. Kudos. You are the man, sir. Once again, you're a winner. Hello. Oh. <laughs> what are you playing critics for? What is this? I, I can hear someone laughing in the background. Is that Susan? No, that's Bill, my other producer. How many what the hell? You have to talk, you idiot. Tell Matt Grinch. <laughs> what an idiot. What is this going on here? I'm speechless was, that, over here. That was obviously not Johnny in Orlando. Not even in Orlando. Sounded like Johnny. <laughs> it sounded like you. It sounded like Matt and Maitland. Yeah, that's, that, that was definitely Johnny. Uh, he's a long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay, I'm already getting this on the Instant Messenger. Matt's a fantastic interviewer. All right, let's, let's listen to more, then. Actually, because I travel around in schools, and you're always a new kid. There's always stuff that people are making up, and you realize now it's just global, or, you know, writing stories and to sell magazines and everything. But the truth is is that uh, and that's not true, and and that we're just... We're just a couple that are going to have a baby and very excited about it, about this new life. And, uh, and I tell you, everyone who's who's been happy and excited for us, and I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. That infamous <laughs> Oprah interview. Everyone's seen it. Everyone knows about it. Everyone's done an impression about it in their living room. When you look back on it, do you regret it? Do you just think, what was I thinking? Or... Is the love so strong You're that deep, Matt. you don't care? There's some fun. Uh, that's what I see, and that's what I say. So people have really come out of the woodwork and felt very okay. open now about discussing. Um, this obviously wasn't you this afternoon in uh, an airport lounge. It wasn't this afternoon. It was this morning. 
Um, I woke up early. I, the traffic was a bear, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I almost didn't get there. His Learjet landed around 9.30. Just to do the interview? Yeah. I, I pulled some strings. I don't want to say how many because... <laughs> I know people. Let's just say that. You know no one. So you literally know no one in the town. You know screen names. That's all you know. What are you talking about? I've been here for three months. I network. You have a network at my apartment that you don't pay for. <laughs> Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. You know, the hate was really starting to die down for this fat <laughs> bastard, but th- this just rekindled it. Why? You hating it? What, why is he on the air? I, I got to wonder, too. I mean, he's... Why, Hefe, dog, why can't you send him back to Michigan? I Actually, because we got him from D.C. Send him, send him anywhere. Send him to Tom Cruise's house or something, man. He said he was there. S- send him bungee jumping so the cord will snap and it go straight to hell, man. I don't care what you do. Just do something. All right. I'm going to... We're going to lose listeners over you and your fake interviews. By the way, Tom Cruise's house, beautiful. It's on a lake. I thought you said you did this in at an airport. airport. No, it was before. <laughs> I went summer vacationing with him one day. and uh, Not the hell up. I hate you. Now you're just a pathological liar. I'm not not half a. All right? I tell the truth. I see, and that's what I say. So people have really come out of the woodwork and felt very open now about discussing their couch jumping experiences, you know, in their own lives when they've gone through it. They not only is this not your interview, it's they, a bad interview. You know, when, when they found that person that they really love and knew that they were going to share the rest of their life with. In each and every relationship, the, what the? the person you're in love with has a quirk or a little funny thing they do that drives you crazy. Is there anything about just... Just set that fire Are on you the flame kidding? inside of you. She doesn't do anything to catch me. All right. See, there's nothing. All right, hold on. I just got to do This is from Primetime, the Primetime interview on Friday night. Never heard of it. No one watched that either. On ABC. And that's why your producer, quote unquote, Susan, sounds like Diane Sawyer. I was working on the script for Mission Impossible 3 with Tom the other day. What are you doing? And the script's already done for I that movie. These, I knew these haters. <laughs> it's already been shot. I yeah, knew these haters <laughs> would come out of the woodwork. It's coming out like in the next couple of weeks. I don't appreciate this. I did this for the no, show. No, 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 no. You hit the interview here. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> I did this for the show. Right, hold on a second. I woke up so early for this. <laughs> I actually drove to the airport. No taxi. I right, hold on a second. Here's what you're gonna do. Uh. I like the idea of Matt Albert asks and you interviewing mm-hmm. people. Get more stars, get a bigger one. I think I can. I I would like for it to actually be a real like interview. interview. Right, here's your next task. You need to find a local celebrity, someone real. Tom Cruise is real. Not here. You didn't meet him. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, he is a real person, but this obviously is from prime time on the, Friday night. The Captain's Lounge. Continental Airport Lounge. What? What do you want? Huh? What do you mean, what What do you want? I gave you gold, and you spit it back in my face. <laughs> this is what gold tastes like. I'm spitting all the time. Ungrateful. <sighs> Carl on I-10, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Carl. What the hell's going on over there? Y'all sure as hell don't believe that's the truth, do you? I, uh... Because <laughs> I gotta tell you, P is gold, too. Are you a prospector? What are you talking about? <laughs> he does sound like he just got done tanning. <laughs> New <laughs> York City! Biting a gold nugget with his tooth. 
right, well, let's play play a little I've bit. I've never seen buildings this tall. Fire of flame inside of you. She doesn't do anything that drives me crazy. It's There's so nothing. bad. You can, like, hear the CD you know, skipping. Uh, <laughs> no, that drives me crazy in a good way. Her smile drives me crazy in a good way. She has this thing that she does with her tongue when she smiles, when she's really what? laughing, where her tongue sticks out. And so I've seen people that have photographed that. I it's think he's talking about pacing. When this, you know, it sticks out like that. When we're riding motorcycles, I tell her, look, please don't stick your tongue. If we hit a bump or anything, I get a little nervous about it. Oh, Tom, your card. But on the serious note, Suri's probably going to be raised a Scientologist. And did Katie transfer or whatever you okay, do? Okay, hold on. Transfer? Hold on, hold on. It's a high hour radio 104.1. If you're wondering what uh, nightmare is going on right now, Matt Albert asks is the new name of the new segment. He alleged he got a big star. He it did. sounds like he took a microphone into a Planned Parenthood. And... Borson. I got it. You didn't have to explain it. And um, apparently got the clips from primetime on Friday night and just threw his voice in where... They were Tom's, live. ...where Diane Sawyer's name was. And I stumble a little bit because I'm awestruck. I've been around the guy for years, but I, I still can't th- get the words out. See? I'm just talking about him. I'm stumbling. stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I love the kid. I, I call him kid. Because he's so short. Yeah. You can be Catholic and be a Scientologist. You can be Jewish and be a Scientologist. But we're just Scientologists. Katie, too. Tom, you were estranged from your father for 10 years. All right, hold on. Just You're estranged I'm, from your father? I'm done. He doesn't even know what words he wants to use. <laughs> A-Rod and Altamont, you're in the hideout. What's up, A-Rod? Why is he trying to copy SBK? I mean, seriously. What are you doing? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. What are, you, what are you talking about, sir? SBK does that on the Shannon Burke, man. Why don't you come up with your own idea? Now you're ripping off the other black man on the station. <laughs> he, he, did, he never had Tom Cruise. Hey, Hefe, can I come in and take his spot, man? Anytime. Come screen phone calls. It's a big calls. spot. Feel free to... Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Chunks. He's got me flubbing now. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideouts, Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Looking over this top 100 of the unsexiest men in the world. Mm-hmm. I like this list. It's a good list. It's uh, because it's just not ugly people. It's people with bad personalities. It's people with, you know, just... Just not, no sex appeal, no sex appeal oozing from them. So a lot of them are ugly, but a lot of them are just not that interesting. The funny thing about it, though, is I wonder why Brad Pitt was on there. Just a goof for a 100 thing? Yeah, I think so. I think a way to uh, make sure that people got uh, into this list. Maybe because he cheated on his wife, and that's uh, a little bit unsexy. Yeah, because this is uh, according to women. Oh, all right. They kind of pulled uh, the women in the office at this Boston newspaper that put this out. Right, but some people don't deserve it. I mean, look at it. Um, like what did Edward James almost do? I mean, I know he's got you know. Stand by me. <laughs> did he do Stand by Me? I know he did another great movie that I, I think just he did not so long ago. I that was Morgan Freeman. 
What? No. No, he did Stand and Deliver. Yeah, Stand and Deliver. Oh, Morgan yeah. Freeman did Lean on Me. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Same movie. Stan... Corey Feldman's in both of them. <laughs> Stand by... No, Starring as a black kid. Uh, <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? Sam's? Stand by Me was... Uh... I got leeches. Yeah. What you got in that locker, Ramon? My future. <laughs> All right, good to see Bill O'Reilly made the list. One that he actually deserves to be in. DJ Qualls at 74. Tom from, Tom My from MySpace. That's great. What the, what's that? I mean, that's just that's just being mean. No, it's not. I like droopy dog uh, Joe Lieberman at 60. I wouldn't even see that. Picking up some Joe Mentum. Didn't he really try to run that? Yeah, the Joe Mentum. Uh, what else was there? There's Joe Mentum and uh, I can't remember what the other. Joe Mentos. The Fresh Maker. <laughs> All right. Who's 20? <laughs> You're cracking yourself up back there. <laughs> 20? Rafi? Who is that? I don't know. Who's Rafi? It sounds familiar. Yeah. How do you spell it? R-A-F-F-I. Is that Rafi? Rafi, Rafi. Right next to Ron Howard on the list. Belongs there. But why children's Howard, singer, entertainment, entertainer, and advocate? What does it look like? Never heard of him. Uh, like a child molester <laughs> with a guitar. Okay, so he belongs. All right, yeah, Clint Howard. There he is, Clint and Ron Howard. Yeah. Look at them back to back. Now here's I the say thing. Clint belongs at 21 over uh, Ron, though. But they put Ron at 21 mm-hmm. and Clint at 22. Clint is definitely the uh, least sexy of the both of them. All right, the top ten. Top ten is strong. Don Imus, Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno. Uh, Leno, I don't think know if he belongs in the top ten, mm. but he definitely belongs somewhere up there. Osama bin Laden. Now, here's now, the thing. To Americans, yes. Very unsexy, but he's uh, found sexy by uh, many people over there of that uh, persuasion. Don't you always think that Gay. O- Osama looks like Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Arabic Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he's got, got like... Got the long face. Got the Snoop Dogg build. Very thin. All right, hold on. Somebody send me the picture of Rafi. Yeah, I did. You'll like it. Let me see <laughs> this guy. Never even heard of him before. Apparently he's the one that does the banana phone song. Okay. That the oh. file always plays. I, oh, apparently. I don't know for sure. Oh, really? Jesus, how large is this photo? All right, 407-916-1041. You're going to get arrested for child porn over there. Okay, yeah, this guy is creepy. You're right. It, there's a <laughs> bit of a KT thing going on here. Jerry Seinfeld at 17. What's with these lists? I don't know. Billy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Billy. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Pepe? Yo. Yeah, I was calling you about Raffy. Raffy actually is a good child singer, man. He makes a lot of good child. He does look a little like Osama bin Laden, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, I can see that a little bit, too. Well, you know what? It's that real weird... Like, guys who have that real weird kind of fake smile, mm-hmm. where they're yeah. always kind of smiling, you know right, something's right. going on, because guys aren't supposed to smile like that. Oh, sorry, Billy. I mean to cut you off. You kids want to now, play a song? One guy that was pretty low that should be up on the top ten... Uh, number 37, Scotty Pippen. He's one ugly man. All right, but you know who this list is missing? Popeye Jones. If you're going to talk about ugly basketball players, Popeye Jones has to be uh, in the top 100. Because here's why I respect this list. 
Number 32, Otis Nixon. Who's that? Otis Nixon was a center fielder for many years in uh, Major League Baseball. Played for... Atlanta Braves. Braves, Red Sox. Brewers. Even played for the Rangers for a little while. Oh, he played with everybody. Is uh, Strawberry on there? He was incredibly fast, but he looked like a black version of Blue from old school. Even, even when he was like the age of 28, he looked like an old... Native American woman. Right. But like when he was like, you know, first coming into the league, he got busted a lot of times for drugs too. So I'm sure the drugs took their toll. Is Seal on the list? Uh Seal is not on this list. What about John Norris or anybody else from MTV News? Including Sway. Sway? Just because yeah. of that stupid thing I hate that thing that he wears. Yeah, Sway's pretty ugly. Steinbrenner, Belmar, Budafuco. Howie Smith on there? Will, I wouldn't say Will Smith's ugly. No, hmm. He's not in the top 100. I think most chicks actually like him. Oh, really? Mm, not any I know. Don Vito? <laughs> Mine and Dub's dog don't like Will Smith. <laughs> Aren't there some that just go without saying Don Vito, yeah. Don, uh, Dom Le, uh, DeLuise, Horatio Sands. And what do you think that is, like, whenever you're on the 100 unsexiest men in the world list? It can't be a good feeling. You uh, open the paper and you just see your big mug sitting there just saying unsexy next to it. All right, but if you were number one, if you're Gilbert Godfrey, would you want some sort of an award? Oh, he, want... know, he has to know it. Would Did... you want to be presented with it? He should be happy anyone knows who he is. No, I think he's hilarious. I know, but most people aren't going to know Gilbert Godfrey. They know the voice, though. But he's known for being ugly. He's known for being unsexy. Is Denzel on the list? Okay, no, Denzel isn't on the list, and I've just noticed that all that you have said are black folks. What? Seal? Will Smith? Denzel? Snipes? Stop it. What? Just because they're black, they're not ugly. Right. I, I never looking... said that. Yeah, but those are the names that you're throwing out there. You can't put Denzel, who most women consider to be the hottest guy on earth. All right. Morgan Freeman. No. Tay Diggs? No. Tay Diggs is a model. I thought that was always like a joke. <laughs> like, ha-ha, Calvin Klein, he's a real jokester. Look at that guy. Who'd buy that now? That ugly dude. All right, let me ask you. Hmm. And this is going to get into a real flabby belly. Real weird conversation. Hmm. What do you think is the prettiest race? Like overall. Um. Dubs you first. The prettiest race. I would have to say European. Like old school European. Yeah. Old wigs, the wig time. So just real pale. Mm-hmm. They'd even wear more powder. So even the black folks. What? Needed to wear powder? I don't know about that. I wasn't around then. But if you were to pick a really like pretty race, it'd be white folks. I, I think white people are pretty. No, I do too. I mean, they're definitely pretty white people. But like overall... Because you look at the top ten. Don Imus, Jay Leno, Osama. Who's Mike Mills? 
Mike hmm? Mills. I know the name. I used to. Are you sure it's not Mike Church? Who's Mike Church? King dude. <laughs> Chad Kroger, Alan Combs. Dr. Chad Kroger is an ugly bastard he looks like with a, that poodle hair. He looks like a dog. <laughs> photograph. <laughs> Dr. Phil, Roger Ebert, Randy Johnson, Gilbert Godfrey. I've never taken a good photograph. Oh, Mike Mills is the bass player for R.E.M. Ah. Mark at UCF, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mark? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to add one to the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Furyk, the golfer, he's probably one of the ugliest men I've ever seen, and he has a wife that is easily in Smoke the left. Yeah. All right, I gotta find uh, a picture of Jim Furyk. Thank you, Mark. A lot of those golfers are ugly. I may be onto something about this whole race thing now that I really take a look at it. What's your? Uh, what do you think the prettiest race is? Hmm. Asian? All right, somebody sent this over to me. Uh, the white race is the sexiest. Power is sexy. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Money, power. Stay tuned to the hideout. Power, money, hideout. All right, I want to go through the list, and there are an awful lot of white folks on this list. Axl Rose. DJ Qualls, Tom from MySpace, Bill Parcells, Federline. Brad Pitt, Ralph Nader. I'm going to break it down. Hold on. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. What's this, Creed? Fall Out Boy. This no, is, it's this, Creed. This is a song that uh, Matt knows all the way through. Isn't this Creed oh. like higher? It, it sounds like higher. The, the opening definitely does. All right, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I, do they have Creed? Am I more than you bargained for yet? I... Been dying to tell you anything. Haven't you ruined enough for the show? Six five five hundred pound black man singing Fallout Boy. All right, do they have higher in there? What's this gay song? <laughs> it's the same thing. This is so much. All right, stop them both. All right, can you can you play them both simultaneously from the very beginning? Yeah, the very very beginning. Are both of them playing? No, no, yeah, hold on. Oh. I was going to say, that was way too easy. All right, that's Fallout Boy. I guess there's a little bit of difference, but not much. No, I thought it was Creed higher. I'm like, why are we... I know Scott Stapp's on the list, but why are we coming back with Creed? He's at 48, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to start them both at the same time. All right, can you do that? I'm... They match up pretty well. I think if we went in, we could actually match them up and sync them up. It's the same stupid-ass song. Welcome to New Rock. Oh, boy. Um, all right, so this just this un- 100 unsexiest men in the world. I don't know. White people seem to be dominating the list, Dubs. It does look that way. It looks like a very racist list. I don't think it's a racist list. I just think white folks aren't as pretty as the rest of us. Meatloaf does not belong on the list, and one major one that does not belong on the list, Clay Aiken. 
There are many clay mates out there that find clay can be very sexy. Are you still sexy. doing the clay mate? Like, you're a big fan? You're damn right I am. Dick Vitale. Hold on. When the world was this exudes sexuality. I could take all the time I had. What is going on? Brian. Brian, you're in the hideout of Row Radio 104.1. Hey, it's Brian J. Peppers. Hey, I'm ready for the list. Who, uh, who do you want on the list? Hideously disfigured. I'm I'm hideous and disfigured. Oh come on. I say yeah, you above Clay Aiken. How do you not screen that out, Matt? You know Brian Pepper's voice. Tom Cruise is on myself. I hate you. <laughs> Hey, I wonder who would win for the, uh, like, the unsexiest hideout member. Matt. Would it be Matt? Unless he's in a strip club. Otherwise, he's all sloop-shouldered and do you think it would, non-competent. Do you think it would be Matt or Chunks? <clears throat> I actually hear from people, like, some girls, that they think Chunks is cute. Which is just mind-boggling. Looks like a basset hound walking upright. White belly showing. Alright, you're saying you're saying Matt. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking uh I'm thinking Chunks. Jess, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jess? Hey, what's up, hideout? How's everybody doing? All right. Hey, I got a name I want to add to the to the list there. All right. I don't know if it's been mentioned or not because I came kind of came in at halftime. Uh huh. How about Gorilla Man, Patrick Ewing? Ah, oh, don't be racist. <laughs> oh no, no, you're right he's though. Right. He is a. He looks very um. Just Neanderthalic. Yeah, he really is. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Now he didn't make the list. Amazingly enough, his old coach Jeff Van Gundy did. But Pat Ewing did not make the list, and I think Pat Ewing is one that maybe they'd want to throw on there. Yeah, Patrick Ewing was never a pleasant-looking man. I have two names from the NBA. They're not very well-known, but uh, Tyrone Hill and Popeye Jones. Well, I said Popeye Jones. Oh, you did? But Tyrone Hill, okay, fair enough. Yeah. George Mirasan. Yeah, I can Ooh. see that one, too. Manute Bowl. Mm-hmm. All I... the tall son of bitches, they are ugly. <laughs> You just don't like African Africans. You like you like uh, African Americans, but uh, they sold us. What do you want from me? <laughs> um, okay, actually, it's partly true. So I understand the anchor. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What chunks? I see you storming in here. What's the problem? I don't think uh, you should group me with Matt, man. That's a little salty. I mean, seriously, look at him. So, all right, so you're taking offense to the fact yeah, that I course. say you and Matt. Yes. Why? Because. Have you looked in the mirror? Yeah, come on. I'm, not, there, I'm there... not as bad as him, though. I happened to walk by him when he was in a prod room today and just couldn't remark about <laughs> what, what was he doing in a prod room today? I don't know. He was just sitting in a prod room today with the door open, and he looked awful. He really also, did. Also, that's where you were uh, with your interview, quote-unquote, with Tom Cruise. 
I had to clean up something. Someone had them. Chunks spilled some water in there. I mean, I know. I don't know. Chunks, you're not supposed to be drinking water in the prod rooms. You know that. That wasn't me. It's against the rules. It's bad. I know I don't have the best looking hair. In fact, it's downright hideous. But look at his today. Doesn't it look kind of lopsided? It always does. Like it's coming to a point on the left side of his head a little bit. It's like he, yeah, he, he has definitely a fin up top. All right. Should we, how about we do this on the website, unrealradio.fm? Let's get the most flattering picture of the two of these boys and put it up there and let people... So, the most flattering one, an undeveloped one. Find undeveloped pictures of uh, both Chunks and Matt Albert. One where they happen to be in the background, like 45 feet behind the people getting the picture yeah, find taken. Them, find them doing an extra shot and uh, put that up there and have people vote. A silhouette of Chunks. Just their hands. All right, how about this? All right, so the two of them, they say are hideous, okay? Whoever loses has to get a makeover. May we bring back in uh, Hooch and her friend uh. to do a makeover on the loser uh. so that they're not so ugly anymore. God. What about Hooch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we do something for her? <laughs> Like a gun. <laughs> Better have a lot of firepower in it. You're just going to anger her. A harpoon. <laughs> Some ice saw. Uh, right, how about we get the, We do that. We get a flattering picture of you two. We put it up on the website, realradio.fm. Just pick one that we already have in the photo section. And then put up a little poll of the ugly. Who's the? Oh, ugly, we can't put that on the website. Of who's uglier. Between these two. And uh, see what we can get going. That sounds like fun to me. They both have their traits. <laughs> Our people want pictures without the bar. Uh, that's fine with me. What about my lazy eye? That gets in the way. It's, uh, <laughs> I want with the bar. I'm voting for the bar. <laughs> I'm going to say for you to... I, uh... I think they go with bars, because neither one of them have pretty eyes. Well, my <laughs> one good one is. It's pretty pretty. What about my lazy eye? <laughs> Whenever cool. I have to throw that out there, you aren't in good shape. Uh, Fred Black for president, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? What's happening, big? What you got? Uh, you got Anthony Anderson on that list? Because that's an ugly Negro right there. All right, Anthony Anderson, you're right. He is uh, with Who's Anthony Anderson? He's got the gap in his toe. Kangaroo Jack, man. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> he is hideous. He's the guy that's that works at the... Negro right there. I got a cracker for you, too, man. All right, who's that? Steve Buscemi. That yeah. That is one of the ugliest crackers ever. Well, right Steve Buscemi looks like he's always wearing a mask. But you know what's funny? Yeah. Buscemi didn't even, Green. didn't even make the list. Hold on. While we got Fred Black for president on here, I actually wanted to ask him something. We're making this... I know you're a musician, right? Yeah, you know it. Uh, we're making this documentary on Bicarious BJ, and we needed some musicians to donate their music to put in the documentary. Would you be down for that? Holla at your boy, man. My space, Fred Black for president. All right, hold on. We will... Uh, actually, I'm going to holla at you uh, on the uh, on the MySpace and uh, send you some details on that, all right? You got it, dog. I, I appreciate it. Also, maybe uh, Rev9 would add some stuff. They have, like, a new CD coming out. In oh, song. do they? Yeah. All right, that would be good, because we need some local bands to donate. You're not going to get compensated, but you will be featured in the Bicurious BJ uh, documentary. And you'll, of course, get recognized for your contribution. Oh, there's no doubt. And I found out a place where we could probably go and uh, debut the documentary. 
A nice little place where we could probably go over there and do that. Smack Daddy, you're in the hideout. What's up, Smack Daddy? Hey, how's it going in that bed? Hey there, what you got? Um, uh, two things. One, uh, this guy has got like a Brillo pad for for a hairdo, and uh, Lyle love it. Yeah, he was a number yeah. 49. He did Rousey. make the list. How did he get Julia? Uh, I don't think Julia There's Roberts is a prize, but I never understood how that happened. What What is the odd thing about Bill Maher who's on the list? There's something very odd about his face. You know what it is? He looks like uh, Data from uh, from uh, Star Trek. The hairline is going. Mm-hmm. He looks corpse-esque. Yep, you're, you're right. He looks like it's just like starting to decay and everything. And Walking dead. Cadaver. It's the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's a Wednesday night here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Coming up, the... Hideout of Door Prize Blowout, 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Sally the Tranny and Apopka, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sally? Yeah, hey guys, what's up? Yo. No ugly list can be complete without Sam Cassell. You know, Sam Cassell, uh, point guard for the Clippers, he's been around the league for a long time. He is the prototypical like future of humanity, like he alien. Looks like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. All right, I could see that. He also maybe looks, maybe he's proof of uh, Scientology. He's he's one of those that should have been on that show. Remember that show, Alien Nation? Yeah, um, all the dots on their head and everything. Yeah, he's just missing those Gorbachev uh, little uh, birthmarks on the mm-hmm. top. That's a good one, Sal. That's not on there though, Sally the Tranny. Sam Cassell. I always wondered what the fascination was with Brandy. Remember the R&B musician, Brandy, the chick? Yeah, she had kind of eyes that were too big for her head and everything. She's Very like, kind of bug or alien-like, but uh, she was cute. No, again, like Sam Cassell, where it was you, you throw a wig on her, or on Sam, and there you got Brandy. Tony in Orlando, Hi. you're in the hideout. What's going on? What you got? I just wanted to uh, donate some music for your uh, documentary there. I oh, nice. I my information off the air, but Black Zilla there put me on the air. Oh, okay, Plexilla. Screw <laughs> you, dick. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony, hold on. What kind of uh, what kind of music does your band do? It's uh, metal punk. Right, nice. Metal and punk. All right, hold on a second, all right? Someone's info just got lost. No, no get, we oh, need it. Get uh-huh. Chunks, get his information, line four, Tony. All info you can find at Rev9music.com. All right, we're going to want all kinds of music. That's why I asked I, uh, Fred and, Black for president. And I thought Rev9 was coming through... Uh, through Orlando a while back and no they would have been here get his info Blackzilla <laughs> Matt Kong they're back, back here fighting all the time like, did you take my pen no you took like four of mine earlier no I didn't okay it's time to break real fast though you got mail just because we're on the documentary mm-hmm. Did you hear that Soft needs background information on Bicurious BJ? Yeah, I'm writing that up right now. Who do you think we should get to voice it? I think it'd be funny if it was like a Lester Big Hands. I like that. Yes, Matt. I know a superstar that uh, has some time on his hands. Yeah. Who? Did a little interview with him earlier. No, you didn't. You yes, obviously did. took that from prime time. And you can't yeah, commit Tom Cruise to something. He can email the tape to me. All you got to do is hand him the script. How do you email a tape? <laughs> Well, you know, audio recording. I hate you. <laughs> Matt said they're like brothers, so he can speak for him. We are looking for music. You have to donate it, though, all right? 
It's got to be, uh, we're just throwing your music in. I guess it can't be signed to a label, can it? Um, it, it, As long as they give us the info, it's fine. As long, I mean, they, they, as, long as they give us the, uh, the okay, we're good. Because I'm thinking in this documentary, we're going to need everything. We're going to need some hip-hop, some mm-hmm. punk. Some industrial. I, I, everything for every mood. Even if uh, you do some softer stuff. You've got it, mail. It might. All right, we'll take a break. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, call right now. Be a winner. It's a hideout door prize blowout. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Now's your chance to pick up on Predators tickets for the big game this weekend against the uh, Tampa Bay Storm, the TD Waterhouse. Ticket info's at 407-44-PREDS. We, of course, have the media ball that we're playing in before that. Dubs, did you notice something before we get to the uh, the game show as we're lining up the uh, phones? You notice something about me today? What's up? Walking without the... Uh, the brace? Protective brace. Oh, I didn't notice that. How you feeling? Good. You gonna be ready for the media ball? I did 2.25 miles on the um, treadmill or elliptical or no on the bike. On the bike. Do you feel like you could run yet? Mm, we'll see. Hey, seriously, do we get anything for winning? Yes. What? Pride. Uh, exactly. I don't care about that. I need money. Well, that's and not... what happens if like one of us does get hurt? Like, well, say I like well, dirty, dirty Jim blew out his knee last year. I know. Who's gonna pay for that? Well, you are. No, I'm not doing that. Why? I don't have any money. Do something about it. All right, I'll see you guys later then. <laughs> oh please, it's four hours a night. There's another twenty hours available to you. Uh, all right, let's start the game. Here we go. Then you wouldn't have this then. Star on your singular wireless phone. Matt Albert is the host today of the Hideout Door Prize Blowout. What is the game? What's tonight's game and how many questions do you have? It's called Baseball Super Stitches. It's uh, only ten questions. Super stitches? Super stitches. All right, we'll give them two chances then, all right? You get the first one right, we'll roll on to the second person. All right, what's, uh, what is it, like superstitions kind of things? Yeah, uh, certain players have certain superstitions. I'm going to give you, depends on the question. It might be multiple choice or true-false. All right, uh, very cool. I'm confused on superstitions, though. Baseball what? have stitches. Ah. Super stitches. Ah. All right, let's go to Randy in Titusville. Randy, are you ready? Yes, sir, I am. All right, here we go. Here's your first question. Former Colorado Rocky, Larry Walker, has an obsession with the number three. Which of the following did he not do? A, he sets his alarm for 33 minutes past the hour. B, runs up the dugout steps three times before taking the field. C, bought tickets for 33 disadvantaged kids seated in Section 333. Or D, donated $3,333,333 to a children's organization. Which one did he not do of those? Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try C. You get another shot, though. Yeah, hold on, Randy. You will get another chance. Uh, what was the correct answer? B, the simplest of all. So the only one he hasn't done is run up uh, the dugout steps three times before taking the field? Yeah. So he, all right, hold on a second. Let me think. 
He sets his clock for 33 past the hour, his alarm clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He bought tickets for 33 children in Section 333. Yeah. And, and he, he gave $3,333,333 to a children's charity? I'm not sure about the cents, but I'm, <laughs> I know about the dollars. Who is this guy and what is his problem? Why is he in Major League Baseball? Why is he not in an institution? And also, he was married on November 3rd at 3.33 p.m. Why wasn't was... it March 3rd? And he has three kids. Stop. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. And he has three kids. There, that's a borderline like schizophrenia-type stuff right there. I, I went over to uh, our old friend, uh, Freaker, who was a schizophrenic's house, and uh, he lived in like this whole community where they had nothing but crazies there. Uh, we went over to his friend's house. And uh, we called him Tom by twos, because everything he did was by twos. He had uh, each clock set two minutes apart. Uh, he had uh, um, two TVs sitting right next to each other, two channels separated. Um, what else? Oh, he had two big snakes in there, just sitting in the middle of the gr- of the uh, of the apartment. It was it was an odd thing. And this guy's borderline that that type of person. And he's and he's a millionaire. Is enough. This this lunatic has enough money to give away three million three hundred blah 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 thirty three thirty three. He's Canadian too. So. Uh, yeah, that explains it. Randy in Titusville. Here's your second one. Are you ready? Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> True or false? Cleveland Indian Kevin Romberg's superstition was to touch back anyone who had touched him. The urge was so strong that if a person somehow eluded his return touch, Romberg would send them a letter saying, "This constitutes as a touch." <laughs> All right, is that true or false, Randy? I want to have to say false. All right, that one was real. Yeah. Sorry, dude. And <laughs> Some kind of odd pay-it-forward type thing? Yeah, he only lasted 41 games in the in the league, and uh, they had to stop a game he was playing against the Yankees. Uh, the umps warned the Yankees to stop touching him. <laughs> So they kept just messing with him? Yeah. What position did he play? I think it was shortstop or second base. <laughs> so they're just messing with him the whole time? Yeah, they were just touching him. <laughs> so it's just tag out there. When did he play? Like, what year? I think it was 81 to 84. Oh, my. Well, he only played 41 games, yeah. so I want videotape of that. That that has to be, like, on YouTube or something. He has his own site, like, scouting site. Oh, we got to get a hold of him then. We this gotta... constitutes as a touch. <laughs> exactly. What a weirdo! I thought I thought you meant touched him in like a like uh, kind of like a emotional matter, like uh, no. like touched their lives or something, like you know made a difference. No, yeah, just, it did make a difference back in their lives. It's just tag you're in. <laughs> Sinatra in Orlando, super stitches the game here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. You ready, Sinatra? I'm ready, man. All right, here we go. True or false? Mo Vaughn recited the alphabet backwards before each pitch of an at bat. Uh, I'll say false. Yeah, I'm gonna. Good job. I'm gonna say there's no time. There's no, no. way you could do that. I mean, maybe you could do it in your head fast if you were uh, good at it. And no offense, but Mo Vaughn doesn't look like the brightest guy in the world. <laughs> so I'm not thinking that he would uh, be the guy who would know. I couldn't do the alphabet backwards. Well, I'd be surprised if Mo Vaughn could. He was a drinker. He probably had to do it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. He was Walking a straight that. line up to the batter's box. He was at least asked to. Uh, Touch his nose. Let's go to Butters on, on Colonial. You ready, Butters? I'm ready, baby. Hey, Matt, I have a great interview, my man. I Thank see you. people are digging the whatever. Radio roadblock. It was. <laughs> All right, here we go. Super Stitches. 
Which of the following things did Boston Red Sox Wade, Bog, Wade Boggs not do? All right, what did Wade Boggs not do? It's which one did he not do? A, ate fried chicken before every one of his games. B, took, took exactly 150 ground balls in practice. C, drew the Hebrew sign for life in the batter's box before each at bat. D, tapped the opposing catcher's knee pads before at at bat. And at bat. <laughs> had to be tapping the catcher's uh, knee pads, right? Yeah. That's the one he didn't do. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. imagine he could have done that one because... Yeah, I, if tapped my knee pads, I'd pop them in the lip. Exactly. I wouldn't allow, imagine catchers allowing him to do that. All right, but wait a second. He draw the Hebrew symbol in the batter's For box? life, yeah. Surrey? <laughs> or whatever it was? Yeah, Is he high. Was he Jewish or... No, he's not Jewish. So what would he do it for? It's a superstition. It's not supposed to make sense. No, but it has to have something related to you. It means he life. Probably, he probably saw it, liked it, and then uh, just kind of got into that and had like a good at bat when he did it just out of a, uh, you know. I heard about the fried chicken thing. I also, I didn't know about the 150 ground balls before a game. Yeah. And he'd he take batting practice every day at 5.17 p.m. and do sprints at 7.17 p.m. Holy Christ. What's with these people? I think it's it's uh, baseball guys are really whacked out. Let's go to Hank in Orlando. Hank, you ready to play? Yeah. Too many games in here. All right, here we go. For fear of breaking his team's scoring rally, John Smoltz refused to stop doing this for a half hour while the team was on the run. A, jumping jacks. B, sit-ups. C, crunches. D Tai Chi. I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not it. Radio Har- Roadblock. Harlan, what's your guess on that one for uh, John Smoltz? Tai Chi. Hold You'll on, get another shot. Yeah, hold on. You get a second chance. What was the answer, man? Jumping jacks for a half hour. So for a whole half hour, he did jumping jacks while the Braves came back yeah, in the game? he didn't really get blamed for them losing. So he just kept doing them. Wow. Uh, did they win? I'm not sure. I didn't say. Well, now I need to find out. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, let's go back to Harland in Orlando. Are you ready, Harlan? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Super Stitches in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. After a death threat, Tony LaRusso was forced to wear a bulletproof vest. He kept wearing it because his team was on a month-long winning streak. True or false? That's true. I'm going to say false. What was it? It's false. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> the reason I say false, Tony LaRusse is a smart guy. He, he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, he has his Jewish doctorate or whatever it is. So I couldn't imagine him sticking with something like yeah, that. Yeah, he wouldn't fall into anything like that. It was uh, half true. He stopped, He had to uh, wear a certain coat over the vest. He stopped wearing the vest, but he wore the coat. Okay, the coat I could almost uh, say, but I couldn't imagine wearing the bulletproof vest. Those things are semi-heavy. And uncomfortable. I'd like to wear a bulletproof vest. Do a 50-cent thing like I saw you wear? Too hairy. <laughs> too hairy, too pale. Yeah, you, that would look really gay on a hairy man. Just, yeah. Just a bulletproof vest. It would look very, uh, very butch biker-ish type thing. It really would. It'd be, I'd look like Ron Jeremy. You know what I mean? Just like shirtless with just a bulletproof vest on. All furry and disgusting. Matted. Yeah. Oh. The, the sweat that would pour out of you wearing that big, thick thing. Uh, maybe help me lose weight. Noel Maitland, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. 
True or false? When on the mound, former New York Met Turk Wendell would stand if the catcher was squatting and squatted if the catcher stood. True or false? True. Yeah, Turk Wendell was a maniac. Good job. He would also be the guy who would skip over the foul line. Like he couldn't. Why? He couldn't step break his on, mama's back. Yes, he couldn't step on the uh, line to break his mama's spine. And he'd always chew licorice. Yeah, four pieces of licorice, and then he'd spit it out, uh, brush his teeth during the <laughs> inning, during the break of the inning. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, this is true. This Turk Wendell guy was a classic. <laughs> he talked to him. That's why I hate baseball. Well, here's the thing, but it's any sport because in any sport, if you're talented. You can get away with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you are getting the job done out there, no one's going to question you doing these crazy things. That Romberg guy probably sucked. That's probably why he didn't last. Otherwise, they'd have been putting up... <laughs> if it's Derek Jeter or A-Rod yeah. that has the playing touch issues... Yeah. They would have dealt with it. No one's touching them. Yeah, they're playing tag with them. <laughs> you know, the Yankees would be like, hey, we'll let him do his thing. We'll sit here. It'll be a six-hour game. But as long as he's hitting 350 something and hitting 40 jacks a year, he's uh, you know, we're not worried about it. All right, let's take a break and come back. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. All right, uh, did you ever have any superstitions when you were like wrestling and stuff? Um, you know, like, uh, there is a, a certain amount of stuff I do before a match, you know, stretching out, uh, untie and retie my shoes, that kind of stuff. All right, I just got a couple of these. All right, I got some superstitions I want to share with you next in the hideout on World Radio. I'm looking at this, and baseball players are wackos. Why? The superstitious. There's more of them out there? Oh, are you... All right, Matt found me this thing. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. Here are the common superstitions in the world of sports. All right, here's the ones for baseball. Spitting into your hand before picking up the bat is said to bring good luck. I thought that was just for grip. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people do that. I always thought they were just doing it for grip. I think it is, too. A wad of gum stuck on a player's hat brings good luck. I have heard of that. (laughs) Really? I've never heard anything like that. Why would that bring you good luck? That's what I don't understand. About superstitions? Yeah, I mean, I can see, like, uh, like what I used to do. I used to uh, untie and retie my shoe kind of as, like, a, a safety measure of, you know, I didn't, I, it wouldn't, I would make sure they were very tight and ready to go so they wouldn't come undone during the match. One of the odd things about superstitions is you do them, and while you're doing them, you're on a roll. Mm-hmm. But once you fall off of that roll, you keep it up anyway. Or you try to switch it up to start something new, but that just means that thing never worked for you anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, if if you're doing that superstition uh, or that uh, routine and you never lost ever, all right, maybe you have something there. But once you lose, it proves everything wrong. All right, I have heard of this one. This is a big time one. Lending a bat to a fellow player is a serious jinx. There are a lot of times, uh, no, you can't use my bat. You're going to take all the hits out of it. Well, I've heard that one before. Or if Chunks touches your ball when you're bowling, you know you are going to throw a gutter. True. Yeah, he sucks. And you see he's moping around now. Yeah, because we yelled at him first break. Yeah, he's just moping around like a puss. That's why it, it, 
Whenever we yell at Chunks, I know we're not going to see him much for the rest of the show. Yeah, you knew he's, you're like, he's going back to the office. We're not going to see him again. All right, 407-916-1041, Some of those superstitions in sports. And why is it just, isn't it just sports? I mean, you don't hear of this and other things. Like, politicians don't do this, do they? I know. Radio people do this. All right, you know what? Hold on. i got to take that back. When I was in speech and debate, mm-hmm. I was really superstitious in the fact that I would always poop uh, before a finals round. Like, as you go in preliminary, semis, and then if I made it to the finals, I would always go and sit on the pot. Maybe not even poop, but sit on the pot for about 20 minutes, go over my material, and try to feel lighter. When I was on academic team, I had a iron naked before a match. Iron? Yeah, iron, you know, my you know dress shirt and dress uh, pants to Jimmy Eat World. The Jimmy World. Yeah. Here, here comes Matt. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> Coming out of the uh, bathroom nude. <laughs> oh, with a big giant dress shirt. Singing and dancing. Looks like a sheet to a bed. Hot beast. Why do we do these superstitions, though? Now, let me ask you this question real quick, Hefe. Uh, people accept superstitions in stuff like sports or speech and debate or whatever. How would you feel if a doctor had some kind of thing he did every day before he went to the emergency room? I'd almost be down with it. But what if that one time you get rushed in and he gets rushed in, he gets beep, beeped in, and he didn't have time to do that? And then, he had, and then he has complete uh, lack of, uh, of uh, confidence in what he's doing. I guess that's what it is. It's like a confidence thing. Yeah, so you can feel better about yourself and feel comfortable. All right, some players in baseball, and I've done this too, will sleep with their bat to break out of a hitting slump or stay in a groove. Where would the bat be? Just cuddled up next to you. I woke up with one today. I've actually done that before. Uh, I think it's Jason Terry, point guard for the Mavericks, sleeps in his uniform every <laughs> night before a game. So, I, I'd love to see that. A grown man in the NBA, very good point uh, guard, going to win a championship this year. For who? The Mavericks. Oh, no, this is the year. I've heard that for the last five. This is real, though. We're playing defense, baby. Memphis in the first round. CP and Altamont, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? What you got to do? Uh, superstition. Mm-hmm. I am a former professional ball player. It's more of a mental positivity thing. If you're going good and you're putting pine tar on the bat a certain way or you're doing something to the ball, scuffing it up or whatever, getting results, then everybody leaves you alone. That is true. If you're producing... Yeah, it's it's if you're winning with that method... No one's going to mess with you, but if you aren't, people are going to be like, what the hell are you doing? You know, I see, exactly. CP, see if you agree with this. The biggest like superstition, in, I think, in baseball is when a pitcher is throwing in a perfect game or a no-hitter, you don't even talk to them. 
They right. sit. They sit alone in the dugout. And if, if it's your, if it's the home team, you will not hear the commentators mention the word no hitter. Yeah, they will uh, also refuse to mention it. Well, at some point, it becomes such a big deal, and everybody starts cheering. But they, they won't but mention they, the words. Yeah, they'll usually, you know, kind of skirt around it. Say uh, he's uh, he's pitching a perfect game right now. They won't say a no hitter. Uh, what CP? What level did you make it up to? I played in the big leagues for a little bit with the Rockies. Been uh, bouncing around Triple uh, A. Nice. Uh, been through all the way up and down, and uh, like like you said, hit no hitters and shutouts and all that kind of stuff. That's you, a cardinal sin. Were you cardinal with, sin. You get you get in trouble for that kind of stuff. Were you in the uh, Were you with the Rockies when Larry Walker was there? Yeah, Larry Walker, uh, Dante Bichette, uh, Vinny Castillo, uh, Jim Leland was the manager. Yeah, because we actually in our game show we did the thing on Walker where thirty three. Or like three was his big number, so he'd do all crazy oh, yeah. things with the number three. Oh yeah, those guys. I mean, you wouldn't believe just some of the stuff. I mean, Turk Wendell, I played with him with the Cubs organization, and he's a wacko. He had, uh, he had a contract with Brock's uh, candy. He had uh, boxes and boxes of candy on top of his uh, locker because of licorice. Make, yeah, make sure he didn't run out of any licorice. And then uh, what happened was one of the managers told him to uh, knock that stuff off because. Until he until he becomes a twenty game winner in the show, he's not allowed to do that. It got a little out of hand, but he still kept he still kept a lot of the superstitions. That is the funny thing about it. He wasn't great. He was okay, but he wasn't as good as to get away with all that stuff. Hey, thank you, CP. Appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good night. Oh, you Let too. Four zero seven nine one six one four. Man, I just love to talk to him about being in the show. All right, so those are some of the crazy baseball superstitions. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball. Uh, the last person to shoot a basket during the warm-up will have a good game. Wipe the soles of your sneakers for good luck. That's retraction. Bounce the ball before taking a foul shot for good luck. That's also to get rhythm. So those aren't actually luck things. Although you will see the real weird things like some during people, free throws. Yeah, some but people they, will like uh, throw it up in the air three times and then you know bounce it three times and then shoot it. I mean, there's there, the, some people do have superstitions with it. Um, right, here's some bowling ones, because I know yeah. we're, we're big bowlers. To continue a winning streak, you wear the same clothes. Not where Dave did. Because <laughs> of all yones. The number 300, a perfect score on your license plate, will increase your score. Dubs and I and uh, Matt all had perfect 300s a couple of games this mm-hmm. year. That's why we won the championship. Where's our trophy? Carry charms in your bowling bag and your pockets are around your neck for good luck. Man, there's something about superstitions. They got them from rodeo, for tennis, football. All right, I'm beginning to think these aren't even real. What are some of the football ones? Double numbers in a player's uniform brings good luck. They don't have any choice in that. It's bad luck for a professional football player to take a new number when he's traded to another team. That is true. Really? Yeah. How do you know? Well, that you look at uh, Randy Moss this last year. Took number 19, I believe it was. Terrible. And that's why you'll see when uh, people go over to new teams and some scrubs wearing the number, they'll pay like thirty or 40000 to get that number back. I thought that was just because that number is associated with all of the endorsements and stuff that no, they do. No, they'll get new endorsements. They don't care about that. 
Actually, people will go out and be more likely to buy the new number if it's a superstar. You know, they want the uh, they'll be buying their old throwbacks and the new one. I knew like this like shock jock DJ that before every show he had to like shock jock take this rope off his back. He had this like weird obsession okay, that's where me. he thought he had this that's imaginary me. rope on his back and he would have to take it off before every show. Okay, that's me. You're talking about me. I didn't mention any names, Hefe. And I had this thing, and I still have it. It's not really a superstition thing. Are you pulling a card? OCD. But it's more of an OCD of there's this imaginary rope on my back, and I can't get twisted in the rope. I have to, like, stay... What will happen? You won't be able to move your arms? It just feels odd. Like, I feel constricted. So it does feel like a rope's around you. Yeah. Rope looks like it's pulling a little to your left. Mm-hmm. No, it's not pulling. It's not even in the center anymore. I'm fine, but like I couldn't spin around in this chair. If I, sp- I know my left arm is trapped. I'm a spinner. Jesus. Oh, well, I actually up. have a rope because of my headphones. So I'll take off the headphones. Headphones are off, and now you're spinning around uh, counterclockwise. Get him, does he's all tangled up? <laughs> right, but see, here's the thing. I feel constricted, so now I got to turn back around. Heart attack. And now spins turn the other around. way. What? What'd you say? I just uh, was doing your play-by-play. Yeah, I feel better. How's the rope burn? Uh, it doesn't feel... <laughs> it doesn't... It's not like a burn, but I can feel. What kind of rope is it? Nylon? Like a real thick one. Ew. Were you running from a cowboy? Lassoed you? <laughs> it's kind of like a lasso thing, I guess. Brad in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Brad? Yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys if you don't remember that the Madden superstition, where if you're on the cover of a Madden football game, you it's usually true. ruin your career. Um, I actually have heard about that. Well, it's not ruin your career; just have a bad season. Yeah, right? just that season. Yeah, just that season, and then, and then, then you usually get injured too. Yeah, they, it usually will mess up your whole season by either injury or really, really, really bad play. Um, also, there is the Chunky Soup curse, where anybody in the Chunky Soup commercials. We'll end up having a bad season or uh, a bad year. Uh, and the uh, the uh, Sports Illustrated curse. All right, who's on the cover of this year's Madden? I don't know yet. They have not announced it. Matt Albert. Please. I would love to have a lineman on the cover of Madden. Why not? They don't have any competition anymore. On the uh, They have the exclusive NFL license. Jonathan Ogden. All right, I'm looking at this who's uglier, Matt Albert or Chunks. You haven't put it up there yet, have you? I haven't made it an easy page to get to yet. Okay, here's what I want. Um, make sure you put, like, just under Chunks, put his name right next to where you could vote for him. Alex Venezia. And then Matt, and then both. Don't put the both are equally as ugly. I'm afraid people will vote for that. We actually need a winner. Mm-hmm. Art in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I, I, I heard that uh, Michael Jordan had a superstition with either a pair of socks on home games or, like, you know, those... Uh, Shorts that they put under their shorts or basketball shorts. Oh yeah, he was wearing his old uh, North Carolina, North Carolina shorts. shorts underneath right, his regular right. shorts. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he was pretty open about it too. Mm-hmm. He did do that. Yeah, and he was yeah. a little loony on it. All right, thank you. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. What about you? Have any OCDs? OCDs, I've gone through them, but I don't. I've never had one that lasted more than like a year. I used to do have to like to do a, a couple of number ones, mm-hmm. like things in threes or fours. I used to count my steps. Oh, that would suck. But the rope thing, I don't think I'm going to be able to shake. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. It's the Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. The Hideout. 
don't shake too much because the cowboy behind you will just tighten the rope. Because there's not an actual cowboy behind me. Really? Now I'm seeing things. Is there? That's Brian Peppers. Hey, let's play that audio. Why is he wearing a cowboy hat? It's the hideout. Some guy pulling over, got pulled over by a cop, and yeah. it's really, actually, very funny. He asked the cop to scratch his nuts. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Wednesday night, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs, it's up. RealRadio.fm, the Hideout page. Um, who's uglier, Matt Albert or Chunks? This all came from the top 100 most unsexy men. Yeah. And, uh, it's a photo of Chunks, I guess at a party, with his Brokeback beard. That's how he looks right now. And then a (laughs) Matt Albert during the penthouse photo shoot on all fours. With his ass hanging out and bars over his eyes. Hold on, let me click and vote. Who'd you vote for? Chunks. Uh, <laughs> right now, it's Chunks 100% ugliest. Matt's got a great ass, bro. It's not bad for a fat man. Um, so go there right now on the hideout page on realradio.fm. I don't remind people to vote with their eyes and not with the hate in their hearts. Mm-hmm. You can hate them, but uh, just vote the way they look. So it's already now. It's already, you know, people are voting now on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. I'm going to refrain from voting unless it gets very lopsided, and then I'll just vote for whoever's winning. <laughs> Okay, despite the fact that I've just voted for Chunks twice in the last two minutes, uh, Matt Albert is losing. Damn. Yeah, it's now uh, 66% Matt Albert, 32% wow. Chunks. And I voted for him three times already. I think it might only let you vote once. It might only count it once, I'm not sure. No, and you just keep hitting home and then go back. Oh, really? I've... Unlike the Republicans, I've already gotten around the system. Stuffing the ballot? Yep. I'm stuffing... Uh... Well, All right, now yeah. it's now it's 88% Matt Albert. <laughs> Even though I've, I'm continuously voting for chunks. I Who picked their photos? They did. What, Matt? This is the picture you picked? There are no other good ones of me. So you picked the one of your ass bent over in front of the hideout. It's hot. <laughs> You do have a great smile. I will say that. <laughs> All right, get your hand off his crotch. Whatever, dude. Why are you judging me? Um. First his ass, now his smile. What's that audio you got? I've got audio of a man being pulled over here in Florida uh, for drunk driving, and they're trying to go through the whole drunk driving uh, rigmarole with them, and uh, you have to, uh, you know, agree to this test or. Uh, you'll get a uh, suspended uh, license for a year and that kind of stuff. And he keeps on talking about his nuts itching and actually asks the uh, officer to scratch him for him. <laughs> Seriously. Not even uh, joking around trying to be a funny guy. And the the cop loses it in the middle. Come on. All right. Here it is. I couldn't imagine. 
the alcoholic content of your blood and or breath. Hey, my nuts itch. Can I splash them real quick? No, wait till we finish here. Bam. They itch. Under Florida law, you are required to take a chemical or physical breath test to determine the alcoholic content of your blood and or urine test to detect the presence of a chemical or controlled substance. They itch. We scratch them warm again. No, no, no. You understand. If you refuse to take chemical, the physical breath test, or the urine test, your driving privileges will be suspended for one year for a first refusal. Is he losing it? In 18 months, if you have previously refused these tests, additionally, your refusal is submissive in the evidence against you in any criminal or administrative proceeding. Do you understand? This ain't funny. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to interpret this as a refusal. Okay. Uh, uh, no, my <laughs> are you Are you willing to submit to testing? You want to take the breath test, mister? No. Okay. Okay. Sir, uh, you want to forego the other? Yes, I do. Will you drink my nuts? <laughs> Due to your comedy nature, we're not going to uh, do the... Uh, oh, stretch my nuts. Can I stretch my nuts? <laughs> Just won't give it up. Was he handcuffed? Uh, I believe so. Now, you got, if you're going to take this, uh, I guess he wasn't taking the sobriety test. Mm hmm. All right. Um, people are telling me they wish Chunks would fight back. What do you mean, fight back? I guess we pick on him too much, and they wish that he would fight back. And that it's frustrating as a listener to hear him get picked on and not fight back. Hey, look, he's winning right now. He's not. He's only getting 20% of the ugly vote on the hideout page on RealRadio.fm. And that 20% has been you voting over and over again. No, I haven't. <laughs> Up to 23. <laughs> 23 for Chunk, 76 for Matt, 1% undecided. You're right. I'm just going to be going and voting. Oh, have you, have you been watching me? Yeah. That's all you've been doing is just clicking, clicking, clicking. Damn it. And it's no matter how many times I vote, it continues to go the other way. Are you sure it's wired up right? Mm. Jason in Daytona, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jason? Hey, how y'all doing this evening? All right, dude. Uh, I just want to say to the... Uh, superstitions that J-Dubs had, uh, Chunky Soup one and uh, Sports Illustrated one, they mm -hmm. were both uh, proven wrong this year. How were they, uh, how this year? Uh, because Ben Roethlisberger was on the Chunky Soup one after he won Rookie of the Year, and Troy Polamalu was on the midseason report for Sports Illustrated. All right, you know so, what? Um, both of those, unfortunately, by the, Steelers. The, the, the Sports Illustrated one, um, kind of, they, they made an effort to uh, destroy that one because didn't they put both uh, the... Uh, the uh, Seahawks and the Steelers on the, the last cover. Yo, know, that's the last cover. But the the one that you're talking, the the one that I've always been under the impression is is the midseason report because I remember whenever in 2001 when the Steelers went 13 and three, they had Cordell Stewart on the midseason report and we lost in the AFC Championship. Oh, uh, I I always heard it as the one right before the Super Bowl. That's because you had Cordell Stewart. That's why. Cordell. What is it with uh, with uh, the Steelers and gay uh, quarterbacks? All right, alleged. Look at that big beard. Roethlisberger. Are you talking about Chunks? Because uh, that's why I keep voting for him on the Who's Uglier on the hideout page in RealRadio.fm. Hey, when do we want to go the, with the voting through? 
Through Friday? Yeah, I think that's where it's set to end. All right, Friday. Right? How about it open Terry door? Terry Bradshaw. And then and then we have them do a little makeover during open door on Friday. Jesus, Matt, you're getting your ass handed to you. I think it's because your ass is hanging out. You want to change your photo? I don't have any good ones. <laughs> the only good one. You no, know, you just with, aren't photogenic. The only good one was with your ass hanging out. Yeah. Bent over. Look at it. Smiling. <laughs> it's tasty. Juicy. Yum yum. Literally. It's like Monique bent over in the high <laughs> in the studio. It's like Aretha Franklin. <laughs> nah, please. You Give got, me some respect. <laughs> you got a little bit better ass than I'm sure Aretha does. Aretha. Ugh. It's so dirty. Now I've got her in my head naked. Well, just look at Matt Albert then. I'll take it out. Literally. He'll pull it out for me. Look at Chunks. Receding hairline. Nappy hair. Broke back beard. <laughs> Do you think he grew out the broke back beard because he doesn't have as much of a basset hound look with the beard? Makes sense to me. I mean, he's trying to cover that hideous face of his. I look at this thing and I'm like, wow. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. Uh, Dubs, you'll never believe who's getting to star in their own video game. Chunks? Or you have to go make out with as many dudes as possible? I'll tell you this. It's a... It's a commercial spokesman. Brian Peppers. Give you little hints. Spokesman. Take a break and come back tell you who it is. Me? So hi, hi, people want to hear the police audio again, too. We'll play that when we get back. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. The alcoholic content of your blood and or breath. Hey, my nuts itch. Can I splash them real quick? No. Wait till we finish you. They itch. Just... Under Florida law, you are required to take a chemical or physical breath test to determine the alcoholic content of your blood and or urine test to detect the presence of a chemical or controlled substance. They itch. We splash them one No, no, no. I don't do you understand? If you refuse to take chemical, or physical breath test, or the urine test, your driving privileges will be suspended for one year for a first refusal. They, they itch. I just hold still. In 18, In 18 months, if you have previously refused these tests, additionally, your refusal is admissible in the evidence against you in any criminal or administrative proceeding. Do you understand? This ain't funny. Okay, I'm going to interpret this as a refusal. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I'm not. Are you, are you willing to submit to testing? You want to take the breath test, mister? No. Okay. Okay. Sir, uh, you want to forego the other? Yes, I do. Will you drench my nuts? No, no, no. Due to your commanding nation, we're not going to uh, do the... Uh, oh, stretch my nuts. No, we're, we're not going to do that. Or can the I, physical can, performance can I, can exercise. Can I stretch my nuts? All right, that's great. What a psycho. That's happening That's happening here in Florida. How old is that? Uh, it looked fairly new. Wow. Guy gets pulled over. Mm-hmm. More worried about his cajones than anything else. My itch. Coming up, Senator Mike Gravel, 2008 presidential candidate. Also, uh, Disco the Kid. Yep. 
who is uh, wrote the K-Fed uh, diss song. And still, what's on the web too? Yeah, I figured we just kind of combine those two. I have uh, actually Matt found this um, this guy. It's the greatest thing ever. I sent you the uh, link. I don't know if you went to view it or not. Uh, I couldn't hear it though. Did you see it though? Send me the link again. Let okay. me see it. Actually, you can just go. Oh, no, never mind. Just go to the link section. What's on the web? Oh, okay, cool. Dubs Burger King. The king is gonna go. Uh, Play bass for Cover the Sun? No. <laughs> Rambo. Uh, with Microsoft. And I guess it's going to be a thing where it's a three video game deal around the restaurant chain's mascot. So the creepy king from uh, from the Burger King commercials is getting a, a three game video game deal? It's a, it's a first person shooter, I guess. Like a cross between Halo and Destroy All Humans. Yeah, it sounds fun then. Actually, I'd be interested in picking this game up. It's not like we don't have enough commercials in our life, but now our video games um, are just going to be... It's Usually they'll hide the commercials if it's a sports game. Yeah, like, have, in, uh, like in the uh, college football game, the Red Zone, uh, uh, Old Spice Red Zone. Right. Uh, play, and they'll always do that. But now you're just literally with the Burger King. Going around shooting things up. I think it's interesting. I think actually I'll be into it. Because I do enjoy the Burger King commercials. They are so creepy and kid toucherish that I think they work. But do you want and what kind of first person like shooter is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like zombies? Or is it gonna be like is he gonna be trying He's to shooting, shoot like uh, Grimace and Ronald and stuff? Right. Windy. Good. Uh big Crude. Bo- big boy. The Elias brothers come marching after you. All right, Darkness says, literally when the pics loaded for the ugliest person on RealRadio.fm, my computer shut off. <laughs> Ain't that some mess. Literally. Chunks is winning by a landslide. Well, we got till Friday. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Take a break and come back with the senator. It's the hideout. Got mail. Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hideout. It's not even close. Matt, the ugliest person in the hideout with the the ass picture, dude. Why'd you do that, Matt? I, I Eric like has a good idea. How about the better contest? Who's uglier, BJ's girlfriend or Matt Albert? <laughs> or who weighs less? From my scale, Matt, the senator. Next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Chunks is old intro music. All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout, very busy last hour tonight. Right now, though, Dubs, it's never too early to be thinking about the presidency. Mm-mm. Big shakeup today uh, as far as uh, the White House goes. Scott McClellan will be headed out as the um, spokesperson for the Hideout. Uh, for the, I'm sorry, for the White House. <laughs> um Carl Rove giving up some of his duties. Ew. Mm. What does he have to do with those? But right now, joining us in the hideout, Dubs, I guess he was the official first person to file for the Democrats as far as uh, you know, running for the presidency in 2008. Uh, Senator Mike Gravel. 
uh, here in the hideout, gravel2008.us. Senator, how are you? Very good, and I hope you won't mind if I correct you just slightly. Okay. Pronounce Gravel, and I apologize for the correction. No, no, please, I don't want to sit here and, uh, by the way, it's Hefe. Uh, and Hefe. J Dubs. Uh, and, the, and it's Hefe. I, okay. Uh, Gra- uh, Gravel. Gravel. Uh, it's a French name. Uh, Mike. Uh oh. Uh, I think there's the first problem. <laughs> uh, uh, let me ask you, Senator. Uh, 2008 presidential candidate. How can you make America better? First off, by empowering the American people mm-hmm. to become lawmakers in government in a partnership with their elected officials. The problem we face as Americans is the government itself is dysfunctional. And there's only two sources, two areas with which uh, areas that you could two venues that you can reform. One is the government, and that's where the problem is, or the other is with the people. And so we have designed what we call the National Initiative, which is an actual law that people can vote for, a constitutional amendment and a federal statute that provides the procedures so the people can have a deliberative legislative process. And that is how the people are going to be empowered, and that's the reason why I'm running. Now, if, I get, if they get empowered, fine. If I get to be president and they're empowered, I can promise you that my agenda will be placed before the people to make the decision, because I believe that people are qualified to vote for every single policy issue that affects their lives. Now, Senator Gravel, uh, what state were you a senator for? I was uh, from Alaska. I now live in Virginia. So you were a uh, you were a senator background. for you were a senator for twelve years. Before that, I was in the state legislature, speaker of the house. I'm the guy that that filibustered the end of the draft. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why we have no draft today. Nice. We got at least the Pentagon Papers. I was deeply involved in uh, in uh, nuclear critique to mm-hmm. try and get a handle on all of that. Uh, and environmental legislation and building the Alaska pipeline. It was my amendment that passed the Senate by one vote that broke the back of the opposition that, prov- that brought about the Alaska pipeline. Nice. So, so did you ever think about going senator for uh, going for the Senate uh, in a real state? What do you mean Alaska's a real state? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the... Uh... Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we need a real state in uh, in the District of Columbia. Yeah. You know, but uh, no, I after I served 12 years in Alaska, I lost the election in a, in the primary. Mm-hmm. My heart wasn't in it. I didn't want to serve anymore. In fact, I stayed out of government and politics for a decade. And, uh, and I only came back uh, with respect to the theories of governance, which I love so much. And so now I file for uh, president because I want to make the people aware. People want to be empowered. Now, let people... me, well, let me ask you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, Senator Mike uh, Gravel, here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Gravel, uh, 2008.us. Oh, didn't we kind of give the people the power in California? And uh, it hasn't gone so well out there, has it? Oh, no, it's gone very well. It's gone very well throughout the 24 states that have it and the hundreds of local governments that have it. In fact, in the 100 years that we have had the initiative election, the people have legislated as good or better, and certainly with respect to a fiscal point of view, far superior than their elected legislators. We've done, been doing this for 100 years. When you vote for a bond issue, that's a very serious election. Mm, that's lovely. Definitely. I just I worry because I look at places like California where it almost seems like nothing can get done anymore. 
They're kind of oh, in a that's, stalemate. Wait, that's not so. It's one of the most progressive states in the Union. Now, here, I'll say this, that the initiative laws that you have in the 24 states and local government are not very well written laws because they don't, uh, they, they, what they do is just qualify it and everybody throws money at it. Well, that's not a way to make laws. Lawmaking is a deliberative process where you have hearings, markups, uh, educational deals, advisory votes. It's, it's a process. And, uh, and as, the pe- as you ex- exercise the process, the people become more knowledgeable, more educated, and better citizens. And they grow up. They become adults. Now, I will say this. I do think something is broken with the system. There's no doubt about it. Um, and I, I, I just worry about... Like certain things, like so. Like, let me give me an example. So, let's say we want a new amendment. All right. So, we want to throw out there uh, a ban on gay marriage. I guess is one of the constitutional amendments. So, then we would have a nationwide vote on banning gay marriage. Is that kind of one of the things like you're up for? That's that's entirely possible. And of course, when if that's put before the electorate, I have enough confidence in Americans that they will mature because I am for giving gays the right to marry or to civil unions. Nice. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's my position. But that doesn't mean if you're opposed to that, then you can cancel my vote when this comes up. But I know one thing. If the gays and lesbians want to be treated as equals, they got to get out and fight for their rights, just like Martin Luther King did with respect to civil rights. I mean, that's an interesting point. I, I, I understand what you're saying about they got to get out there and they got to almost campaign for it. Of course, I just, of course, why not? No, I'm why with not? you. I'm just worried that, you know, places, you know, Alabama, hey, just middle, hey. middle America isn't going to buy that. Sure, it'll run, you I, know. I'm, I don't think so. I think middle America will mature as the discussion goes forth. But if you have it in a phony kind of process, there's no discussion. And, and the people, you know, with the people given responsibility will grow up on that issue and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of others. So if, if the power is more in their hands, they're more likely to be uh, feel like more have, mature about it. They have more of a stake in their government. Hey, stop and think. Our government is designed mm-hmm. designed to keep us in civic adolescence. Because when something goes wrong, we blame Charlie, we blame Bill, so forth. Well, we're the ones that put them there, so we're at fault. But, but now, if you turn around and give the power to the people and they make a mistake, they'll correct it. I don't say that, the, that the, this is going to be a perfect system. Right. There is no perfect system. But the way you grow up, you have children, Communism. you give them responsibility. <laughs> and when, they're, when, they, uh, when they've been uh, enough responsibility, they're adults. The same thing politically. We give you responsibility, and the more we give you, the better you're going to act. I'm digging this. I like Senator uh, Mike Gravel here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, 2008 presidential candidate, Gravel 2008.us. I'm, uh, I'm liking a lot of this. Now, you are, you're going for the uh, Democratic uh, uh, candidacy. So, um, so, but I've never been that partisan. And in New York, where you can uh, be more than one party, I'm going to file in all the parties. That's what I was going to ask you. That's what I was going to ask you. What's the uh, big problem right now? with the Democratic Party? No leadership. No leadership. Gutless wonders. <laughs> I, I would have to agree with that, because uh, th- during the last election, it just seemed like they weren't willing to stand up and fight and, uh, like, you know, expose the other side for anything. They, they still don't. They still yeah. don't. They still don't. And and I, and that's the reason why I filed as a Democrat because I got to tell you I'm going to hold their feet to the fire and the and the Republicans' feet to the fire. 
Okay, do you think, now let me ask you, first of all, uh, Senator Microfell here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1, we're pulling for you for the plain and simple fact that we can say we had the President of the United States on our show. All right, that's rule <laughs> number one. Right. So and look at after I'm President, I'll get on your show again. All right, now that's That would a, be wonderful. That's a reason Gravel in OA. But let me say, do you think you have a realistic shot? You better believe it. You know, the, somebody was telling me the other day, well, Hillary Clinton is going to have $200 million. You know what my attitude is? She's going to need $200 million when I'm done her, done with her to get around me. Now, what, what do you think the biggest uh, problem with Hillary right now and her, uh, her stance is on a lot of well, things? She's, 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 moving, she's moving to the right mm-hmm. without any principles. Yeah, she's I trying mean, to I, play that middle. I am, I, hey, hey, I've got issues that are on the right. You haven't even heard my fair tax deal. You know, I want to wipe out the income tax and the IRS and put on a sales tax and have a prebate so people have a cash flow. And 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 here again, it'll make the nation more competitive in the world, and we will create the largest. We have the largest economy in the world, and we'll have the largest tax haven in the world. And and obviously, money and capital will flow in, and the jobs will be created. What's your stance on the on just war in general? I mean, even the war in war Iraq is bad. We've made a silly mistake. George Bush is a, is a fool. And, uh, and so we're there, and every day we're there, we do harm. We do harm in Iraq, and we do harm for the cause of peace in the world. And so when you make a mistake, you two guys know it, you make a mistake, what do you do? You correct it. You change. No, I say you cover it up. <laughs> they got a mistake, they're digging a hole, and it's costing American lives. I'm president. i got to tell you, we will get out of Iraq in a heartbeat. And, uh, and we'll, we'll deal with very aggressive diplomacy. There are solutions to not having a civil war there, but right now they have a civil war, and we're partly uh, the blame for it. Uh, not, you that, that's the whole thing. That's why we couldn't leave there is because of fear of civil war and that becoming a haven for all types of things. We're there, and it's happening anyway. Yeah, like, as if we're not even there. It. I mean, we, we've created, we've given the greatest thing that bin Laden uh, would ever need, and that is a school where people can go and become terrorists. I uh, I gotta agree with you. All right, this Senator Mike Gravel is making a lot of sense to me, J Dubs. He has the support of the hideout. Gravel, two thousand and I like the idea, too, of a politician saying, hey, you're not children. You mm-hmm. need to have a little responsibility in your government. Be somebody. Now, I I uh, sadly don't have the faith in the American public. Uh, I do. Wait a second. Wait a second. Stop that. The, the faith in the American public. You have no alternative because if if you want this solution, you have to have unreserved faith in the people. There's nobody else. Not the trees. And if you don't have faith in the people, then you'll wind up having faith in the Congress and the, and the George Bushes of the world. I think, I think you have faith, you, it's easier to have faith in a group of people other than just one person who you... Oh, no, wait a second, you've got to understand. What we're talking about, when people legislate, they legislate mm-hmm. as a constituency. So it's the majority of the constituency. And I'll pose it to you in this question. What would you trust? The majority uh, to make an important decision for you. Would you trust the majority of 535 people, which is the Congress, mm-hmm. or 100 million people, the majority of 100 million? Who do you, where do you think you're going to get the best decision? The 100 million. 
Obviously, obviously, and that's the constituency. That's what I was saying. That is the constituency of the of the country, and so we're not talking about individuals. Where hey, I got to tell you, I get some real idiots confronting me, mm-hmm. and it tests my faith in the people. But then again, I want to empower them as lawmakers. Period. You know, you, you're brave, you Senator Gravel. You're brave. Line, you treat everybody equally. Now, do you have any kind of a plan for global warming or the environment? Well, you better believe it. I got an energy plan with respect to global warming, and it's, it's what we need to do is to bring the scientists of the world, not just the United States, the world, and we would lead it just like NATO. We lead NATO. We would lead it. We put up our money. The Japanese put up their money. The Chinese put up their money. The Europeans, the South Americans, they put up their money, and we integrate yeah, our scientific community. And so that within a decade, we are off of a dependency on oil. Nah, I don't know if you're going to sell that to the whole world, but yeah, there's definitely hey, wait a. Second. Wait a second. We'll sell it to the whole world. I got to say, they got the same problems we have. Definitely. Same problems we have. But a lot of them are cashing in on those problems, so it's going to be a. Wait, I didn't talk about Saudi Arabia. Sure, they're True. cashing in. But but I'm talking about the majority of the world is is stuck on oil mm-hmm. and it's and it's hurting and it's polluting and so this becomes not only an energy policy but an environmental policy. I did, that's one of the things too about like the whole immigration debate. I'm still going back to this the power to the people thing. The immigration debate, nothing will get done because and it's one of those election year kind of beating the drums thing. Nothing will get done because so many of the people in Congress are beholden to too many special interests. But if you put it up for a national vote, you sure as something hell will get done. you sure as hell would have something get done. Not uh, only get done, here's what you'd have happen. The American people are have a sense of fairness and a common sense and a wisdom. And they know that our nation was built by immigrants and revolutionaries. And rock and roll. I'm a first generation. My parents were French Canadian. My dad hadn't even got out of third grade. And we worked uh, as young people, developed a work ethic. But I got to tell you, that's what makes our country great, is they come from everywhere. And they make their cultural contribution. And that's why we're the greatest uh, nation that I know of in the world. But, man, do we have a lot of problems right now. Yeah, and and I do like that, the fact that, we can be the greatest nation, but we can also admit we got some issues we got to take care mm-hmm. of. Oh, hey, uh, not a lot of them. And i got to tell you, as president, we will take care of them by putting issues before you. For, so you decide. Right. You decide the policy issues. And then the, the uh, people in government, the legislators, they'll do the day-to-day grunt work that needs to be done to follow on your policy decisions. Now, how often would we vote on things? Well, as often the issues come up. Now, here, we've designed the national initiative so uh, the Electoral Trust would administer the rules for the people on their behalf. And we technically, I would think that we'd have probably 52 national issues. Now, you'd play really hard to figure out 52 national policy issues that are valid. But you could also have 52 uh, state issues, 52 local issues. And so a person, uh, once a week, and you could and you could vote for the whole week, you know, twenty four sevens, and you could vote from anywhere in the world. Enter your PIN and uh, do it from your computer, do it from a kiosk, uh, do it from a telephone, and vote nationally, locally, uh, depending on the issues. I do like that too. I think voting is so I don't know. It just seems so archaic what we mm-hmm. got going on, even with the archaic. whole. Archaic. Hey, it's 
they do this on purpose so you won't get involved with the power. I like you. I like this guy, Senator Mike Ravel. This guy makes some sense. Senator, I appreciate you coming into the hideout. Best of luck, and when you win the presidency, we expect uh, an immediate phone call. I'll come back to the hideout, but here, it's two and a half years away, and so I need to appear on the hideout about every six months. We are are completely in with that. No problem at all. With a couple like you, I can't help but win. All right, here we go. Senator Mike Ravel, he's on the hideout bandwagon. Thank you so much for coming in the hideout. We'll talk to you in six months. Thank you. All right, see you later. He knows how to uh, schmooze. I like it. I like the fact. I mean, I, I worry, but he's right. You can't treat the American public like they're children. You have to say, all right, you're serious about immigration? We're going to vote on it, and we're going to have a national debate. I mean, when you think about it, it is kind of a childlike system, I mean, where they will put a, a color-coded scale in front of you for your threat of terrorism. Yeah, it's more of kind of like, hey, you're about to be putting time out. You know, you're right here. You're teetering. So you're saying that I can't go in and vote, but somehow you, who happen to trick enough people into voting for you because you had more money, like a Catherine Harris. A Catherine Harris somehow is going to be able to decide for me as a citizen of Florida? No. Not interested. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio uh, Radio 104.1, Wednesday night. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, 407-916-1041, and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And why are we coming back with this and not the Disco Kid song? Oh, I thought we might want to play it with him. And, uh, I'm sorry. I have it ready to rock if you want me to punch it up right now. Alright, here, the Disco Kid came out with, um, I don't know if both of the songs were his, but it was, we're very anti-K-Fed in the, on this show. Mm-hmm. And we rant and rave about this guy, uh, a lot. Just a dirty, dirty white trash guy. Dirt stash is what we call him. And actually he made it on the top 100, uh, most, uh, unsexy men in America too. Yeah. But he's America's most wanted, y'all. <laughs> Georgia. All right, hold on. Come back with like a. Let's play some Popo's out real fast. I know we've always got it ready to go. Um, just all the K Fed hits. And then I want to play Disco the Kid too. I think he's on MySpace.com. What is it? Disco MySpace.com slash Disco the Kid rocks. Uh, let me check. I think that's what it is. Well, let's just get Disco the Kid on the phone. Disco. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? Um, I was just listening to the optimism of Mike Ravel. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm usually I'm really fascinated by people that like optimistic. I, it's funny too because I mean the guy, you know, I ask him, hey, are you gonna, are you gonna, are you serious? You know, you know, yes, absolutely, I'm gonna win. <laughs> he, used, he used knowledge and American people in the same sense. No wisdom, I believe it was. Well, <laughs> and I think uh, this Kevin Federline proves. That we can't really put the power to the people. Although I will no, give it, we can't. I will give it to the American public. They haven't embraced him. That's true. They do hate him, so there is a little bit of hope. No, I, there are a lot of people who like him, too. you you got to be kidding. I have never no, heard of one. I, I, yeah, I've gotten some hate mail, too. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's sit back and enjoy the genius of Popo Zow. Oh, I want to see a kitty and a little bit of Want to know? Oh my god, I hate this mother ever. Bring that Brazil booty on the floor. 
down all around. You know it already. I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Popo's out. Does that mean ear rape? I think ear, so. Ear, 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 ear rape. Ear rape. All right, so now let me ask you, Disco the Kid. How yeah. many how many uh, anti K Fed songs have you have you put out? Is no, it... well, I'm not like the anti K Fed guy. It was the, the page. The, actually, what happened was on MySpace, I had started uh, like a page of just goofy songs I was doing in my studio to make my cousin laugh. Okay, my cousin Cody and I, the K Fed thing was kind of like a joke between us. All right, and then now it's being you know played everywhere. Okay, so, so... yeah, it's not. I, I was I didn't set out to be the K Fed monkey. <laughs> no, I think it's a good angle for you. Like are you get like a regular musician or what? Well, yeah, but there's like there's a DJ I think in Texas that like kind of has hating K Fed copyrighted. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, so, the mar- market corner. All right, no, I'm sorry. I guess we're ripping that guy off. Um, <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, let's hear yours then, Disco the Kid. What is, what's your MySpace, by the way? Oh, it's uh, MySpace.com/slash/DiscoTheKidRules. All right, Disco the Kid rules. Because if I ran for president, I would teabag Jeb Bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. That's my platform. <laughs> like this guy. Dear Kevin Federline, on behalf of us all, let's say that it would be excellent, excellent if you got hit by a car. I'll fight. I'll wrestle. I'll beat bitches up. Like this one, Dubs. This is the one I like. Right, Wigga, like please. I, here's the great thing about it too. I'm looking at this on your MySpace page, and yeah. just a picture of K Fed. <laughs> I mean, he looks like that guy from Color Me Bad. Like, the, <laughs> it's funny I said that on his page. Yeah, the did you? I said when you know, he's hanging out, there's a picture of him with like these like guys who are all dressed like him and like one black guy. And I wrote like <laughs> I can't tell if it's the fact that your friends are excited about hanging out with a real black guy or you're just hanging out with members of Colony Bad. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> now I I tried to post something on his comments and he never. No, no yeah, you have to be approved now. Yeah. yeah. Um, because what what would you always send to him, Dubs, when you were going on K Fed's page? Like. Uh, F you, pussy, and oh, you like... couldn't even come up with anything real. No, no. You know, I don't know if you know this. He named his first child after Michael Jackson. What? I don't. I don't know the name. I know that he named his first child after Michael Jackson. And one of the comments I left him that actually stuck was, uh, "I find it ironic you named your kid after Michael Jackson, considering he's already been raped by life." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that stood like under his picture for quite a while, and then it, it, it's probably still up there. Uh, now his that's funny. Got to be approved. Yeah. Uh, Disco the kid here to hide out of Road Radio 104.1. Uh, MySpace.com/slash. Disco the Kid rules. The thing that I hate about him and that we always talk about, K-Fed, is he's every guy that you've ever known growing up who was a dirt stash, like we've said. Who Everyone around knew he was a hack. Everyone knew he was an ass. 
But not only could he talk the hot chick uh, into banging him, he's that guy who could talk a chick out of making him wear a rubber. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's that guy who's like, nah, baby, you don't feel good. You just, I want... I yeah, want to totally. feel you. He could like you know he gets them when their self esteem is kind of beat up and then you know. Yeah, the, he looks like a guy picking up the girl at the Seven Eleven counter. Uh, yeah, definitely. What kind of uh, backlash? Because I see that already. I mean, you got you're, you're about to hit ten thousand plays on Wigga Please on uh, MySpace. Yeah. What uh, what kind of reaction? You hearing anything from anybody or what's going <laughs> a lot on? Of people, well, a lot of people love the song, but I mean, I do have one or two. All right, hold on, hold on. Rewind it a second, Dubs, because this is one of the funniest parts of the song on Wigger, Please. Uh, Disco the Kid Rules. That's on MySpace. All right, just pump it up real fast. I was driving in my car on the way into work, listening to it, and I, I had to laugh at this part. Go ahead and play it. It's coming up. I could be completely wrong, but is that kind of like a veiled reference to like Vanilla Ice? Yeah, that's from the Teenage Yeah, and the Teenage yeah. That's exactly what I thought it was, and I'm like, all right, that's brilliant. Anyone who can work that in is uh, very, very funny. All right, so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what's the what's the backlash from the from the K-Fed camp? Well, there's a, I mean, there's a, there, I mean, there's a couple of people that are like, you know, why you gotta be hating? You know, of course they're white people, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, but um, you know, but in girls, you know, like you know, why you gotta be hating? Because, I mean, the, their thing is, like, they're just fascinated they can even get in touch with him on an Internet medium at all. Right. So, you know, that they're, like, you know, they think, like, he re- he's really their friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, he added me. He's, uh... uh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on his friends list. He me too. Me yet. I haven't even added him yet. Maybe I should go on there. Now I feel like I'm left out. Like, somehow I'm not part of the group Did you here. see the, uh, the uh, comment on his, uh, on Disco the Kid Rules, uh, MySpace, of, uh, of, uh, is that K-Fed with Cornrows? What's yeah, that's 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 him. With Down at the bottom of the comments. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what an ass! I hate God. him. I hate him. Uh, wearing those big stupid glasses, smoking a cigarette. All right, so let's uh, talk about Disco the Kid a second, because I think I think we that was funny as hell. What do you like? What do you do uh, normally? Just music, or you got some? All right, you're a bartender. I work. Yeah, I work at a fancy hall, and you know, and at, you know, at night I record songs. I just work. I just finished a song for a movie soundtrack that wasn't a funny song. Okay, but you, so all right. So where are you up in uh, New York? Brooklyn, yeah. All right, up in Brooklyn. All right, very nice. Right, so I'm ready to start the East Coast West Coast Wiggle War. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, right. Let's throw it down. I'm gonna shoot him with a super soaker. <laughs> Go down. Uh, Disco the kid. MySpace.com. Disco the kid rules. Here's what. We'll oh, you know what? I got to. I got to say, because uh, my little nephew lives in, or you know, lives near you guys, and I just want to say he's listening. I love you, Nikki. Oh, nice. Uncle Doug says, you know, Yankees rule. Uh, <laughs> Actually, not this year. Uh, it really looks Don't like. Don't start a fight with me. Okay, I'm just saying. Mets no, what? You have a glorified expansion team. You want to you throw down? I'm from Texas. Rangers what? Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, no. You got go, a good team. Go Mavericks. All right. Start writing an El Jefe song now. All right. Disco the Kid, we appreciate coming in the hideout, man. And good Thank luck you so with. Much. Uh, you guys have a really fun show. Uh, with Wigga, please. Appreciate it, dude. See you. Bye bye. Nice. He's a good guy. Very I liked, funny. I liked the. Yeah, he was. He was great. I wish there more energy. I think it would have been better. But um, I love the Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Because I just remember that, the Vanilla yeah. Ice reference from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you got to go check it out. Should have thrown some T-U-R-T-L-E power in there, too. K-Fed. He's great. 
I love that picture of him, though. With the uh, the cornrows? I'm putting that in the uh, background here. Look at that guy, man. How does that guy... Douchebag. I can't stop looking. Where do those people come from? Just guys like him. Like, where do they get that... A retarded badge, that's where they come from. But where do they get the... The machismo or the self-confidence. <laughs> Don't be a hater. Don't do it. Oh, we... You kidding me? This kind of rap died in '93. They tried it, and it didn't stick. And I don't know why he thinks it's gonna work now. Cause it's K-Fed. He's got fifty million dollars. He can do what he wants. You he just sound like know. Brian Gumble. <laughs> Making oh, me humble. No, don't even try to come back after that one. I can't. I've been stymied. Alright, who's uglier? K Fed or Bike Here's BJ's girlfriend? That would actually that would actually make a good couple. They look like they fit. <laughs> They're the ones who belong together. And the fact that somehow he got Britney just pisses the world off. And I think it is because he's got America's sweetheart, Britney. The real he's actually made people hate her. The real talent. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. What's on the web? We didn't get a chance to finish up what's on the web, so let's do what's on the web. Thanks again to uh, our boy there, Disco the Kid, MySpace.com, Disco the Kid Rules. It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. About to wrap it up on a Wednesday night in The Hideout. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The reviews are pouring in. On uh, the who's uglier, I would almost, I don't like the fact it's uglier, but it's more sexy. Yeah. Who's the unsexiest between Matt Albert and Chunks? And um, here are a few of the ones that I've been getting so far, Dubs. This one comes from Ruth. Chunks is a little haughty. (laughs) I love the hair. Ruth is a fat name. <laughs> I stopped off at Sonic on the way home from work and got a snack. Somebody wanted. After looking at Matt Albert's ass, I'm not hungry anymore. So there's one comment for, uh, I guess, in favor of Chunks. Right, let me go back in there real fast. It's right under the What's New, the uh, Who's Uglier poll. This is because the 100 Unsexiest Guys um, came out. Gilbert Godfrey topped the list. We got into a debate about who was uglier, Chunks or Matt. Oddly enough, Gilbert Godfrey looks like Chunks. You know what? You're kind of right there. This poll is, is all screwed up then. I go there. It's right now 92% Matt Albert. Wow. Good job, Matt. That's wrong. It's obviously someone's hacking because uh, I am Everyone on the show is. <laughs> he beat me to it. I was going to do a, a Matt joke. Damn it. All right, I got this about um, from the Don. If Vanilla Ice banged Marky Mark and then urinated on it, that would equal K-Fed. Dear Kevin Federline, on behalf of us all, let me say that it would be excellent if you got hit by a car. I don't fight. I don't wrestle. I beat bitches up.
I love it. Yeah. I love Disco the Kid. Hey, let's do what's on the web. What do we get on the web? Well, it's um, along the same lines as uh, K-Fed. Matt Albert found this, I guess it's like a demo videotape of this white guy who calls himself the average homeboy. <laughs> Matt claims it's from 91, but to me it looks more like 1986. Did you see the video at all? Yeah, I did. Dubs, did you watch any of it? Not yet. Let me go, go click that. That also on the hideout page. Yes. Uh, I, got, I was going to cut this out, but it's just too good. It's him in, uh, introing his video. Okay. Before you start watching my video, I just want to say a few words. It's just a demo. The audio is rough because I was running it for myself, and the track is still just a keyboard. But I wanted to put my ideas down on videotape so you can see what I'm trying <laughs> to market. Since the time that I've made the videos, I've been working in a recording studio to get the sound that I need. I've been working on tracks for behind me, and I've also been working on smoothing out my rapping. Um, so pretty much if you can understand what I'm trying to market, I think once you hear my audio demo, you'll just be blazed. And rapping's a way for me so to express my point of view. And in mainstream music right now, there's not a middle class average guy telling his point of view that's white. Any what white rapper hell? that's out there right now claims to be from the streets of urban areas. I'm not trying to be anybody that I'm not. I'm just a middle-class guy trying to express myself. Just an average kid, And so man. hopefully by watching my videos, you can see that, and you can see how marketable it is. And I'm knocking not on every all. door that I can to get my big break. So hopefully you can help me get my big record contract. So, so <laughs> you kind of respect him saying, I'm just who I am. I'm not trying to be anybody that I'm not. I'm just, you know, trying to make... Here's rap music. Here's rap music for the middle-class white guy. And now, in the video he has, he has his shirt off, and he's not particularly muscular or anything. No, he's pretty scrawny. And he's got kind of like a... Kind of a... It's not quite a mullet, but it's not quite a rat tail either. It's kind of in between. It's kind of a ponytail type thing going on. It looks kind of like Lorenzo Lamas' hair. (laughs) Not that good, though. So, it's, it's very cheesy graphics, along with this very terrible... "Quote unquote rap song." He's punching at the screen right now. Average homeboy. Not the typical rapper that you'll meet. I don't live in a box. So was I raised on the street? And as you can see, I'm not black. I don't do drugs, and I'm not. Is he wearing umbros? What's the problem with the rapper who's white? We're all just fighting for. I've never heard rap with such enunciation. Is this Marty Jannetty? I wish. <laughs> it's better. Song ever. 
The video might be worse, though. Oh, yeah, I'm watching the video right now. Just holding up a stupid can of Raid. That's his exterminator. <laughs> All right, the, the Who's Uglier poll is also up on hideoutheretics.net. That vote. was terrible. You vote for chunks. It doesn't matter. It is 92 to 7%. Can I change my picture? <laughs> you can if you want to. Go for it. I don't think you can help now. You find a uh, a different picture? Yeah. All right, let's try a different picture. That's up to Tommy. I'll have to do it when I get home. Why? Because it's, it's an ordeal to do it on this computer because I have to use three different uh, photo editing softwares. Oh, man. Yeah, this computer sucks. All right, so check for that about, uh, I don't know, tomorrow. <laughs> Whenever. Um, also, uh, there's a website called postyourgirls.com. What's that? It's basically where you send in naked pictures of, of like an ex-girlfriend or your current girlfriend. Oh, that's uh, wrong. 18 and up only, please. All right, what does that one send me a link to that one? Postyourgirls.com. Right, hold on. Post- I thought it was wrong. It is. Your... Girls.com. Sexy girlfriend with big breasts and... Hmm. (laughs) This is nice. Real wife and girlfriend's nudity pics. What's the website again? Postyourgirls.com. This can't be real. Goth girlfriend takes pictures of her body. Let me see. Oh, look at this. Today. Um... Eight amateurs added. Busty and shaved. Nice. Sexy g- girlfriend with big breasts and <laughs> shaved. Mm. Right, what happens if you click on it? Is no, it, is it bigger free? pictures yeah. and more of them? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pictures. Oh, note, note to the goth girl: if you're gonna take naked pictures, don't do it in your bathroom. It's just not sexy to see the toilet seat up in the background. Well, you're, maybe you're, yeah, maybe dubs. I don't yeah, know. You're talk- but look at uh, click on that one with the, uh, the we were just uh, describing, Hefe. Which one? Uh, the the uh, let me see what it says. Busted uh, and shaved. Yeah. Busty and shaved. Yeah. Click on that one and go down a little bit, and uh, take a look at that. Big dirty fan in the back there. Hold on, let me see. Filthy. And I think that's kind of a. Oh God! I think if she spread the uh, the pillows in the back, that's what it would look like. Oh, look at that! That's what's so funny. There's so many girls She's out cute. there. She's uh, cute. Face mm. is hit, oh. but the body's not bad. That's Boobs the, are good. That's the thing. There's so many chicks out there that just want to be banged. Well, here's the thing. It's, uh, you bring a camera out, and they turn into a completely different girl. Do we got a break? Oh, crap. All right, let's break. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, heard it first in the Hideout here on Real Radio 104. We don't have to break now. Um, I wanted to talk about this today, but it didn't get make it in the headlines game show. Home TV screens just keep getting bigger. Mm-hmm. No end in sight. Panasonic has pitched 103-inch television screen. I want it. The biggest high-definition plasma screen to date. You know how much that'll, that'll probably run? You could probably get a new car for that price of that TV. Here's the ironic thing. People want their television bigger and better, but... 
if you went out and just lived a little, you could see those. That's just going to be as big as you. Mm-hmm. So you literally would not have to leave to experience any life. Well, my big thing is I want I don't want to go to a football game. I want to watch it at home, but I want you know to feel like I'm there. That is insanity. Austria, number one sexually satisfied, according to University of Chicago researchers. Austria. I'm I'm very ignorant on the Austrian people. What are they? Aren't they um in the Austria kind of German? near like Germany and Russia and that whole thing? Yeah. Austrians are the same thing as Germans, man. No yeah. difference. Yeah. Hmm. This is evil. Their chicks are pretty hot, though, aren't they? No, they got hairy armpits. No, that's not Australia. I've never seen a hot Australian chick. Let me see what else is going on. Heard it first here in the hideout. Oh, I like this one. This is the headline. One down, one to go. What's that? Now that Tom Kitten has been born, Mm. the world awaits the birth of another super baby. (laughs) Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's. Aren't they having it overseas too? I don't. I like. What the hell is that headline? They like super baby. Who writes that crap? The world awaits the birth of another super baby. It's not any different than any other baby. Like these babies are going to create some sort of uh, super friends network and get us out of Iraq and Iran. Thank God for Bragelina's baby coming to save the day. I saw the Bragelina signal in the sky. Oh, man. Super baby. I guess that's everything. What are you laughing at, Chunks? The Bragelina symbol. (laughs) Yeah, he kicks her in the stomach. (laughs) (laughs) That's... <laughs> That's the the mating call. Brad, can you pull the cart? <laughs> Stunner. All right. Minutemen to Bush, build fence or we will. All right, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg midday, Phillips fall in the afternoon. Hide out back at seven. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout of Road Radio 104. Minute him in the bush. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> be somebody always to talk good, and God bless King Duke. Question everything and stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a transactional. No! Radio Roadblock. Chuck Jock. Shut up! Stop it, you weed, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick it close. Step on the wall. Step on the wall. Kick it to the floor. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.